You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens every week, every single week. Every goddamn week. For like five years now. We're, we're fucking not safe for work, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Not, not at all, not at all, especially not the classic Tadpog. Especially Everybody not. Everybody talks about being so raw. You know what? We honestly so do raw. get so fucking raw. <laughs> like, I mean, do... Do you want to start over before we open this can of worms? Because, like, I mean, <laughs> trials of Reddit. I mean, like, we don't get into that stuff anymore. You know what I mean? I, I will I will look for more trials of Reddit <laughs> and happily read them. <laughs> Mixed reviews. Happily. Mixed reviews of the trials oh, yeah. of Reddit. Let's see if I make Shandra throw up yeah, again. Yeah, that was the line. I feel like we found it. <laughs> and it was the trials of Reddit. Uh a uh, show where two old guys play old games. Turns out people don't like to hear stories about a girl masturbating in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is about video games. <laughs> yeah. No. No, not at all. Sometimes. It's about maggot meat in a vagina. <laughs> yeah. It used to be in classic tadpole. We don't when's the last time we've talked about maggot meat in a vagina? It's been a really fucking <laughs> it's been long a while, time. Yeah. My friend. And I say that with the utmost respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not since I had the last annex. Which I'm getting ready for to start the project on the second annex behind my house. Making moves. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents finally bought a house. Dad has another shop, so he's going to get all his shit out of my garage and go to his garage. So then I will use that for the next... I don't know. I never really named it. It was it was Tadpog Annex 2, I guess. We've already had a Tadpox Annex. Tadpog Annex 2. Tadpox. A Tadpox on both your families. Tadpog Annex 2 was where I currently stream. In my house. Oh, uh, okay. Tadpog. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That was Tadpog Annex 1. We've had a Tadpog Annex 2. That was your old garage. That was, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, so this or, would be Tadpog Annex 3? I guess, unless we come up with another name the for three it. 3 Annex. Your garage is really, really <laughs> big. This could be like Tadpog Compound it's, or something. It's like, tw- <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. like, if Tadpog Nation, like, all met us and we drank Kool-Aid in that garage, like, that is the place that would happen, <laughs> is that, that one. It, it'll be in the front part, because it's a six-car garage. It's like a two-car garage. It's very big. Which a, with a four-car built behind it. It was just like that when I got here. It's very I big. Didn't, I didn't strive for that. But the, the two-portion part is where I'm going to put everything, and it's it's double the size of... Annex 2. Which means it is probably eight times the size of Blanket Fort, which we record in currently. <laughs> yeah. We're in a very small... And 16 times Tadpog bl- uh, closet. Yes. we. You and I could dock right now uh, if we had our foreskin. Um, we're that close. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, <sighs> really. Fucking ruin that. I can't, I can't dock with Dave. Yeah. Let me call the hospital, see if they'll give it back. <laughs> uh, so this week... Because uh, courtesy, courtesy of the Retro Game of the Month Club. Yeah, which uh, you can find on Facebook. Uh, Steven Michael, number one undisputed Nerdy Thursday mm-hmm. fan, uh, runs that group, and he's really cool. Mm-hmm. He was at Tadpog Prom yeah. uh, last year. He seemed like a really cool guy. He was. Um, so yeah, the the Game of the Month over there is Rocket Knight Adventures. Rocket Knight Adventure. Which is, uh, 
touchy territory for us as we played the Super Nintendo counterpart. Sparkster. Did not but, like it. But it's like, yeah. okay, so yeah, I went back and listened to that episode. That's mm-hmm. episode 16 of Tadpog. That, that, was, was, that was that. That was that time machine. Weird. Very weird. <laughs> I took some notes on that episode. Would you like to hear them? Yes, I would. Hi, my name is Dave. I'm your bespectacled host, and this is my intro. <laughs> Until something better comes along. Uh, yeah, I listened to the Sparkster episode. Uh, this is probably about four weeks into Tadpog. Man. Uh, first of all, I would like to say uh, I talk incredibly slow. Like, really, <laughs> really slow. This is pretty much how I talk the whole time. And my words seem all, like, drawn out. Oh, and it's Everyone like, needs to understand the words that I'm saying. That are coming out of coming my out mouth. Out of my mouth. <laughs> Never touch my stereo. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. Um, also... Very subdued, like mm-hmm. like a low energy podcast. Like my very last note. It sounds like we were delicious dish, but for video <laughs> games. <laughs> yes, and it's like that's what it dawned to me. Oh, this is what people were talking about when they said like NPR, like dirty NPR, NPR with dick jokes. And <laughs> okay. I was like, this makes sense now mm-hmm. because we are. It is like delicious dish. I mean, it's like very low key, low energy. Um, my note, my very last note is, uh, if you listen to us back then and still listen to us now, <laughs> fucking thank you. Because, Thanks, Phil. Yeah, and exalted Lord Micah for doing because you're we, right. That's how far back Micah goes. We mentioned Micah uh, in that episode. Oh, like, damn. Micah was in on like very, very, yeah, very back early. Back when I had that, my gastromancy guild mm-hmm. posting on, on Street, Street Post. Post. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Notes. That's a weird way for somebody to come on, though. He's going to be the only one who found it through that. <laughs> yeah, p- potentially. Here are the notes for our Sparkster episode, mm. which features, mm-hmm. well, I, maybe we should say, you said it's the counterpart to Rocket Knight Adventures. Maybe mm-hmm. we should explain why first. Yep. Why is that? Well, because this is, Sparkster is the same character from Rocket Knight Adventures, but on the Super Nintendo where Rocket Knight Adventures is the Genesis. Kind of. Kind yes. Of? Yes. Kind of. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Sparkster is an alternate universe. Oh, uh, is it's it? not part of Rocket Knight Adventures oh. canon. There was a Sparkster that came out on the Genesis. It's the sequel to the game we're talking about today. It's a sequel to Rocket oh, Knight Adventures. Okay. It's like Rocket, it's like, I think the name of it, the full name is Sparkster, Rocket Knight Adventures 2. That is canon. But every everything that happened on the SNES, Konami just disregards. Oh, okay. As they should. As yes, as they should. <laughs> as they fucking should. We did not like that game. No, man. Mainly not because of the game breaking glitch, glitch, which totally makes it so you have to restart the game. Mm-hmm. And it's a very easy glitch to get because we got it naturally when we were playing it multiple times. There's that one level I almost don't see how you make it through without getting that glitch. Bounce man's bounce, level? Where you're, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. You're bouncing on the big drums or whatever, and you hit that falling animation, and you're just you're bouncing stuck up and down forever. forever. Uh, so you told on the Sparkster episode, which we'll have a link in the show notes, mm-hmm. uh, at tadpog.com, you told Tyler a great story about how you don't like to talk on the phone. Yeah, it's true. Still don't like it. <laughs> I told a great story about how I wanted to catch a squirrel when I was a child. <laughs> Remember when we were wholesome? Remember when we did a wholesome show? 
Damn, we, we're a family-oriented show. <laughs> we're, yes, we're E for everyone, where we talk about, <laughs> I don't like to talk on the phone, and I tried to catch a squirrel once. Are, are we just nuts? <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of cards over here. Look at us flirting on the edge of um, good taste. <laughs> uh, also, um, we don't even have kids yet. Uh, don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. Uh. I thought this, but don't take this uh, the wrong okay. way, please. Uh, I want to preface all it. All right. <laughs> you sound like your penis is super small. Uh, don't take it the wrong no, way. No, 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 no. No, it's funnier than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier than Beloved Adam's micro penis. <laughs> At one point, you you slip up. You're talking about you reference Meg as your first wife, and I <laughs> I listened to it and I lost my mind because I was like, "Oh my god!" Do you know I'm a time lord. You, yeah, exactly. I was like, "Was I recording with like future Tyler?" <laughs> and we even like you even make a joke about it. <laughs> so I, that went, that was a bullet point in my notes. I was like, I definitely need to mention this to Tyler. And I was like, I don't know if I should mention this on the mic or That's off funny. the mic. That's but, funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's turns out if you make a joke enough. <laughs> is this? Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say like I don't know. Is this like a weird like monkey's paw scenario or something? Uh, so here's something interesting. Melissa, my final wife. <laughs> there, there, settled. Uh, we get into game talk in the Sparkster episode in 10 minutes. I noted the time. Oh, shit. It's like a 59-minute episode. Back when we were lean. Mm-hmm. Young and lean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, back we, before the show got its dad bod. Yeah, right. We're well into dad bod territory now. We just like wallow in it. It's like, how long is this going to be? Two hours? Fuck it. I don't know. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> no one's complaining. <laughs> and they used to. Yet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember us... Tr- trying to like i remember us fr- getting feedback that the episodes are too long mm-hmm. and it's probably because they were boring uh because like <laughs> yeah, several yeah. after listening to sparkster uh episode 16 of tadpog uh i was like man are we done yet <laughs> <laughs> what was illusion of gaia was like the longest one for a long time i remember somebody telling their friend about it and then be like i don't have time to listen to an, <laughs> an 80 minute podcast yes, I think that was one of <laughs> phil's friends <laughs> Uh, who may be a who may be a longtime listener at this point. If <laughs> yeah, so, probably not. if so, thank you. If not, <laughs> yeah. um, we talk about Japanese possums versus American po- possums. Mm. So there's like, <laughs> I mean, that's totally something that we would still do. Yeah. Uh, for the record, Japanese possums are way cuter. American possums are like see how they couldn't be <laughs> absolute like out of a D and D monster manual. I fucking hate possums. Yeah, man, hate them. Like they <laughs> are the worst, dude. Like when I am taking Clementine out and I see like glowing eyes or something from the little canal that goes back behind mm-hmm. my house, I'm like, that's a fucking possum. I'm sure of it, and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I don't want to see its nasty white face with all its like shark teeth popping out mm-hmm. of its fucking mouth. No. Not it's like it. half skinned cat, half muff. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy is the only here I'm getting back into the difference between American and Japanese uh-huh, possums. Uh-huh. The only thing that's different is like Japanese possums have slightly larger ears and their faces aren't goddamn ghostly white. <laughs> like I swear, I'm looking at a possum and it's like I'm staring at like a specter or something. <laughs> Damn near translucent. Um we shit on Sparkster for the SNES. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we do talk about that game, uh, Locking Glitch. Uh, we do go at length. This is a redeeming quality of that episode, if anyone wants to check it out. We do go at length talking about the princess's vagina. 
Okay. And we talk about the main enemy in the game um, probably having a vagina, uh, but going through gender reassignment and getting a penis. Or the other way around. Okay. Since we weren't quite woke. <laughs> no. We were still asleep. No, no we were definitely, no. <laughs> we, we weren't woke, but we were still, I feel like, I mean, we were, we, I mean, we were like Andrew Dice Clay, like, you know, in there like, oh, what? Yeah. Hickory dickory dog. <laughs> right, yeah. No, I, I would say that we were probably. A Where is this bitch's cock? <laughs> We were probably about a C. Like okay. if this if this were if it were like a game pro rating on our wokeness, it'd be like the dude who's got his hand his fist up next to his cheek and looks like he's <laughs> taking a nap. That's where we'd be. <laughs> we weren't like the atomic warhead guy. Oh yeah. Like we, yeah, yeah. we, right. we still aren't, but <laughs> we're probably like one notch down from that. Just I'm the glad. dude smiling. I'm glad you listened to that. That's that's very good. I that's had to because good. I was like I had to. It was one of those where it's like, I need to revisit this. And something that I like to do in preparation for a show is I like to, and I go, I flip flop on this. Mm -hmm. So tell me if you think I'm doing something wrong, because maybe I am. But like, you're not. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I don't go into these blind. Like, whenever we record, I, I used to do that. Mm -hmm. But now what I do is I do a lot more research than I used to do. Like, way more research. And that involves, like, listening to other podcasts, watching YouTube videos, uh, reviews, reading reviews, old reviews, and um, Before, we would like just that. play it. I mean, together. for a while, we'd play it together know, and basically house. beat everyone. It's wild. Uh, we don't do that anymore. Nope. Things have changed significantly. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that's fine. I do honestly think that, like, listening to the Sparkster episode, there is a lot of conversation like about the game mm -hmm. it feels more like a conversation and less like a book report with dick jokes which is uh, pretty much what we do now i feel like yeah. i'm fine with it i mean i think that's i have we each have to play it separately and get our own perspective and then come and right talk about each yes of our things, exactly we, when i was listening to that sparship episode there are a lot of things where it's like we thought this mm, and like one yeah. of us will say that as opposed to I thought this, and then you will say, well, I thought this, yeah. you know? So it's kind of like, we were more like Venom then. Uh, so yeah. Okay, good. I'll, I'll like it. <laughs> uh, and that's we. the only other thing that I wanted to mention that we talk about on Sparkster, and I wanted to save it for last, mm -hmm. because it carries over into Rocket Knight Adventures, is we talk about Sparkster's Blade of Shame, which he uses <laughs> to cut the armor off of his enemies, uh, leaving them naked and embarrassed. Oh, so man, instead of killing them, that. he embarrasses them and they fall off screen. Okay. And that yeah. still happens in Rocket Knight Adventures. Mm. Well, to derails for a little bit. Yeah, please. Let's let's derail. I'm your bearded host, Tyler. What's up, man? And I sent you a message after something I witnessed at the dollar store. I thought we were going to talk about that. Oh, no, we got to talk <laughs> about it. We got to talk about I it. Thought, isn't that going to like influence the trial? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But... um. I was on my way with Kenna to go um, meet Melissa's dad with the other girls, but I had like I had like ten minutes. So I was like, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna get a Red Bull, get her some candy, and you know, then we'll go. So like, dollar store is pretty packed out, un unusually packed. So I have to park a ways away. And I when I'm really when I'm yeah, I mean it's not a big parking like park lot, but no, I don't it's get to not. Park but right, still, it's normally cool. I always park right at the door at a Dollar General. Mm -hmm. Were they having an event or something like a fall festival? I or guess something? I just happened to go at a time where everybody was like, no, no, no we want cheap shit. Yeah. So was there a knock at that door? Uh, hope, there was. I hope not. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so I parked like pr as almost as far away as you can. I drive by a woman standing in the middle of the parking lot. I can't hear her because my windows are rolled up or whatever. Is she saying something, though? You can see her moving her mouth kind yeah. of deal? So as soon as I park and open my door, that's when I hear, 
I don't, I don't care who said it. Come here and say it to my face. Oh, Come yes. back. Answer for it. World star, world star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, I, who called me rude? Who did it? I don't. And she's like looking around, looking at the cars. Come on. Get it. Come out here and say it again. So like, someone- Oh, that's what I thought. No one's got the balls, do they? And I'm just like holding Kenna's hand. And we walk by her into the store. Yet no one got the balls to say anything. I bet you do. That's how. That's the kind of person you are. Fine. She walks back into the store. Oh, no one out there's gonna say anything. No, ain't no one out there she- got the B A L L S to come up to me. She brought it into the store. Brought it back into the store. So it happened in the store. She went outside, I guess, to see yeah, if the person who she said didn't hear it whoever well. walked by and said that lady's rude. Oh man! So tried tried to find them. Went back into the store. Was angry that she didn't find them. So like she's still like talking loudly as I'm walking. Like taking. You know, we go back. I grab. Um, and what is this? A little girl? <laughs> what? You got any balls, little girl? What are you gonna say? Uh, so I grabbed, like, Melissa loves uh, Day of the Dead stuff. So they had, like, a dollar, like, little skull. I grabbed that. Candy skulls I got stuff. a Red Bull. Um, Kenna wanted a, a little uh, My Little Pony blind bag. So like, okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll get that. And we get in line. Line is really long. You're very nice to your child. <laughs> well, I don't I don't I only get to see her half the week. I get so it. when she yeah. asked for it, I was like, oh, okay, I that's get fine. it. No, I do. Three no. dollars. As long as you ask for three dollar right. things, no, we're I get good. It. I get it. That wasn't me judging you. That was just me like recognizing, oh, Tyler loves his child more than I do. Because <laughs> when Henry asks for stuff, I'll be like, uh, we'll see about your birthday, buddy. <laughs> Daddy Daddy's broke. <laughs> uh so I get in line and I hear that lady still talking. And she, I see, she walks around the line back toward the front, and she says something about, "I don't know who I was rude. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to get my business done." And uh, but thank, thank you for carrying on, looking at the cashier. How, can you describe this woman? I'm sorry uh, to interrupt. Had, I just I need, I need in, a visual. Um, like, did she look like she belonged in a Ray Stevens music video? She looked like she belonged in the dollar store. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, heavy set, uh, white tank top, sort of maxed out. Maxed out. Like it was... Like we're at the it limit? Was, it was hanging on by the threads. I gotcha. Um, that was a woke way of saying it. Yep. <laughs> uh, very very short shorts, uh, glasses, like long blonde hair and a ponytail. And she walks around to the front of the line, and she... she what did she say? She said, well, thank you for keeping it together then to the cashier. I mean, be, she said it in sort of a... It was... You could tell it was sarcastic. To which point the cashier said, ma'am, it was me who called you rude. <laughs> And I feel like somebody in line said, well, you were the one mouthing, oh, oh, oh. And I just hear she starts up all over again Man, about only, what's going if on. Man, only you had been there five minutes earlier. <laughs> like, <know>. seriously. <laughs> this is a great story, but you would have maybe died yeah. if you had been there. Because I know how you are when people get upset. You get right in there and try to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody. I'm like in that show that what would you do? I'm just, I inject myself into every situation. <laughs> I don't get the people on that show. I yeah. seriously don't. My parents love that what would you do show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Dude, like how much footage they have to collect to get like footage of three people like doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like if I'm in those situations, my instinct is always mind my own fucking business. Get on with my day. Guns are legal. Yeah, I'm right. good. Well, not only that, but it's like, don't waste my time on this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is not my problem. And it's yeah. not my job to solve this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she says something. Somebody mouths up to her. So she argues with someone in line. Um, eventually, eventually it stops. That person had balls. And then she keeps, 
but the line is so long because the lady, this the the crazy lady, is with another lady who has just so much shit, so much shit. Is she embarrassed? The person that she was with? No, she was she was arguing with the cashier actively. They're a team. Line Uh the Robin to her Batman because she had bought bought she had bought all sorts of like the discount stuff, and then she had tried to apply all of it. All of it. I mean, there was a lot. There was she had like two carts full of shit like <laughs> wow yeah and she had tried to use i heard them arguing about the dollar general app has like coupons and stuff in it so she had done that to get a further discount but it wasn't as much of a discount as she thought she was going to get so she argues with the cashier and the cashier's just like i'm sorry ma'am i this is what the app does i don't have any control over the app i'm sorry and like so she makes her call her manager on the phone and she's talking chewing out her manager that like she just wants her discount mm-hmm. she wants her stuff and then the the crazy lady with her is just like oh we want to hurt want to hurt your feelings darling oh my uh, god like, i felt the i mean the cashier she kept her shit together yeah 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 uh, so I went, on the outside, on the outside, I'm sure on the inside, like, like she's every, being destroyed. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been there before. And she, I mean, she had to be like 19, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I'm sure it happens more at Dollar General than mm-hmm. it did at Office Depot when I yeah. worked there in Murray. Uh, but I mean, like there are like people like that customers. I mean, that like that, that Dollar General got held suck. up like three or four months ago. <laughs> so did it really? Yeah. It got held up. Uh-huh. The one here. Yep. That's close to your house. Uh huh. Yeah. Really, it got held up. Yep. Good Lord. Is so it because they, they thought Dave Style Chicken was there and they got upset? <laughs> we heard. <laughs> Where is it? Shirts.tadfog.com. I would be satisfied with the shirt. Just give me a shirt. <laughs> right. You don't even have shirts? We did. I Have I expressed on this show that uh, Amazon did not allow us at first to put the Dave Style oh, Chicken man. shirt on the site? For months they fought it. Because I used the words Dollar General in the description. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, That's sorry. So fucking dumb. Um, but I waited in line the the ten minutes I was I had the line did not budge. So you so, stole all that stuff. So I, yeah, I just like can I put <laughs> here? You put this in your shirt, and we're gonna walk out. Someone might call you rude, but just keep on going. Then <laughs> you say, <laughs> then you look at that that person. You say you don't have the balls, <laughs> and have, we walk out. You don't spell it out. You don't have the you don't B-A-L-L-S. have the L L S. Uh, so Motherfucker! I, like, I tell Kenna like, I'm sorry, we can't. We have to go. I'm sorry, we can't get your blind bag. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. So she was fine. Get in the car, we leave. Uh, I come back later that night. Woman is still there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just me, and it finally opened up because I had to get like bread and milk or whatever for the next morning. Bread and milk. Gotta, yep. gotta. And then, so I go. I went to the line. The same same cashier from from earlier at the end of her shift, and I was like, "So I was here earlier for that lady, and she just, <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, she she wanted like five more dollars off, and if the app, you know that app doesn't give it to her, I can't do anything about that. Sure, no, neither can my manager or the district manager. Just like if it doesn't work, and oh, she's, I was like, I will, I'm impressed you were able to keep it together. She's like, thank you. It was very difficult. <laughs> so I gave her my card and offered her a job. Oh, really? For keeping her for keeping it together. That's awesome. So, have you heard back from no, her? I have not. Mm-hmm. So maybe she maybe she secretly likes to be yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, you you should have told her if you like getting yelled at, I will, I will yell at you. It's fine. How about sick people like really really <laughs> unhappy to yell at you? How, yeah. how about how about some of that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. But yeah, that, that's the dollar store. <laughs> so, dollar store drama. The real question is, when you went back, 
Did you get that My Little Pony blind bag? I did not. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> if Ken is not with me, yeah. he's not thinking about yeah. it. So. Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, that is what Dave calls off the hook. We're good. <laughs> yep, yep. We're good to go. Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket League Please, Adventure. Rocket I'm, Night Adventure. I am not ready to tell you about Rocket League, a game <laughs> I've, I've thought about buying multiple times but never have because I know I'll be awful at it and it's everyone else in the world is good at it. <laughs> well, it's a game I know it exists and I will never buy it and I will never play it. Why not, dog? It combines all the things you like uh, in a video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head-to-head competitive play, driving, and soccer. <laughs> Now I know you. You yeah. like all three of those Love things. It. Oh my god! <laughs> wait, do you all, do you like getting yelled at by people that you don't know online? <laughs> well, wait, there's more. <laughs> you could stream it as well and get it from both ends. Oh, perfect! <laughs> Love it. We should do that. Did you? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you ask me a question? Did you hear that, Dave? I do. I couldn't because I was just talking over everything. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't hear it either. It passed by. Yeah. Oh, I think it was the Dave Reads from Wikipedia trade. Oh. That's called a dog. Well, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the show's over then. I don't missed know. It. Yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, wait. It's the Doppler effect. I hear it. It's oh, actually coming. Oh, okay. There you go. Which ushers in a segment and a really cool segue. Uh, we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Also, I want to point out. That um, when we were talking about the retro video game of the month club, um, Tad Pogladite, Chris Murray, mentioned that he was the one who nominated this game. So um, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, thank you, Chris, because I really like this game. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, But but first, here's what Wikipedia has to say, I guess. I like doing things out of order. I'm rude, dog. No. (laughs) I'm literally literally rude, dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a cartoon. You got your... Sunglasses on, <laughs> yeah. they're different different shapes. Yes. And yeah. I'm a D plus po- uh D plus <laughs> D plus cartoon character come to life. I almost called me a D plus <laughs> podcast, which is also That's, yeah. Yeah, probably <laughs> accurate. Okay. Rocket Knight Adventures. Uh I would like to go ahead and say that um this article needs additional citations for verification. So if anybody out there listening is a Rocket Knight Adventures expert, Wikipedia needs you. Mm. Okay, guys, Rocket Knight Adventures, or as it's known in Japan, Rocketo Naito Abodanchaizo is a, I nailed it, is a 1993 side-scrolling platforming video game uh, developed and published by Konami for the Sega Genesis. Uh, It came out in North America on August 5th, 1993, and came out in Japan a day later, weirdly. Um, And it also came out in Europe in 1993. Uh, It was uh, designed by Nobuya Nakazato, uh, who designed several titles in the Contra series, uh, The Alien Wars, Hardcore, and uh, Shattered Soldier. Um, I've never played Shattered Soldier. Uh, It is the protagonist, oh, sorry, the protagonist is Sparkster, a possum knight who fights an army of robots and pigs uh, that's right, pigs, uh, many of whom are piloting various mechanical vehicles. Sparkster is armed with a sword that can project energy over a short distance and a rocket pack that allows him to fly. Tyler. Yes, Dave. Were you familiar with this game before? I mean, I know kind of sort of because of Sparkster, I, right? I knew or? it existed because of Sparkster. Okay. I have never played it. I had never seen it. I had never seen it either. I was familiar with it. But I was never looking for Genesis games when I was renting them, you know? Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's why I missed it, or maybe it just wasn't around at our I rental mean, store. I'd never exactly. heard of Sparkster before we played yeah, it. Like this whole this character completely was not on my radar. And I know uh, Ramon did because Ramon mentioned Ramon's all about it. Uh, old fashioned Ramon mm-hmm. when we were talking about Sparkster. I remember him mentioning it, 
And I'm kind of curious if he actually played Sparkster or Rocket Knight Adventures because one of those games is a, I feel like a good game. One of those things is not <laughs> like the other. Very true. Yeah, I also, I was, I hated Sparkster and I like this game all right. I, I don't love it. I don't think it's amazing. Yeah. But it was a, it was a fun little game. Yeah, I don't love it either. I, I appreciate it. It is, um, I think, a more, it's a more fun experience than Sparkster. I think yeah. it looks I think it looks better than Sparkster. I mean, they're both 16-bit games. I think it does look... Sparkster suffers from that too large sprite on a platformer Mm -hmm. that just I fucking hate. Mm -hmm. And unless he's going fast, he's going too slow. Right. And the platforming was sluggish, and it was vibrant and pretty, but it just wasn't... I prefer the look of this. I do, too. Far more. I mean, I feel like your sprite's a little big, but it's much more manageable. The platforming is much more smooth. I I mean this overall yeah I, this this is a solid game where Sparkster was horseshit. Yeah, at some point we actually wonder why Sparkster is on IGN's list. Yeah, it was at the bottom of Tyler and Dave fail at maths. I think Sparkster yeah. was at least for me was very bottom. Um, I thought that uh, it looked really good. I thought it, everything was bright. Uh, the sprite work I thought was amazing. They get a whole lot of uh, animation frames in. Uh, like each movement, which I do think kind of makes it feel a little, a little sluggish. Like it's not mm-hmm. the platforming bits in this game are not pixel perfect, uh, which some might say is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I I like it when it's pixel perfect because I I don't like it when there's that gray area of like, am, am I gonna make this jump mm-hmm. or not? I like to know. Like my baseline for all platformers is Super Mario Brothers. Like that, not yep. Super Mario World, it's Super Mario Brothers. Like that is my baseline for platformers. That's like that's like the litmus test, you know? Like when I when I compare a platformer, when I look at a platformer, I'm like, all right, what is it? Like I'm, com- I'm instantly comparing it to Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's like in Super Mario Brothers, it's like when you make a jump, you know like whether or not you made that jump or not. But yeah. like in Rocket Knight Adventures, what I ran into occasionally is the game would almost fudge it where it's like it almost I don't I don't really know anything about the development of this game mm-hmm. but this is what it felt like to me. It felt like the sprites were originally smaller or something because like there are several jumps where it's like I'll make the jump and it's like my feet won't land on the platform but a part of my body will like Sparkster's knees or something and then he'll kind of get shunted Clip onto that platform and I'm always thankful. Um, no. you know, I'm always like oh thank god because I thought that jump was impossible to make. Yeah. Uh, and it probably was. That's probably why it's fudged a yeah. little bit. Okay. Um, so as far as like platforming goes, like I feel like it's a little more um, ambiguous than like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Uh, there are also uh, side-scrolling shooting segments mm-hmm. of the game, which they do in Sparkster as well for the yeah. SNES. But I think it's handled better in this game as I'm well. With you. Uh, and it feels like uh, it's nice because they're always like these side-scrolling segments always make sense. Like it always seems like there's a reason why we're going. Like there's a narrative reason why we're going into the side-scrolling. And I like the way he looks. Like he's got this, you know, because you see you get the feeling by looking at him. Okay, he is going very fast. He has his goggles. Yes. On it does. You feel speed yes. when you're watching it. That sprite animation, like he jitters, like as he's flying through the air, like his sprite jitters, and it's like it's a nice little touch yep. where it's like it does feel like he's like getting drag or something yep. from like the air friction or whatever. Yeah, it's like he's Rocket Man. Yeah. So uh, this game, okay, playing this game, it reminded me of uh, sort of a fusion of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. And Joe and Mac 
Ooh, I didn't even think about Joe. Why Joe and Mac? Just, just because the the jumping and the swing, like Joe and Mac with their club, mm-hmm. and with like the throwing the tomahawks, reminded me of Sparkster with or Sparkster, Rocket Knight with his sword Sparkster, and his yeah, and his distance, the the swirling. The swirling his projectile. Yeah, because he's got a sword, which you can hit enemies with, yeah. but it also kind of works like in The Legend of Zelda when Link's got full hearts and a, a phantom sword mm. shoots out. It kind of works like that, but imagine it not top down. It's yeah. very much a, a left to right side scroll. Because I feel thing. like he controls, if he's not going fast like Sonic, he controls like Joe and Mac and then sprinkle on a little bit of Gunstar Heroes. Yes, dude. Okay, I'm really glad you brought up Gunstar Heroes because like you're thinking Gunstar Heroes, I'm guessing because of like all the boss fights and yep. stuff. Yep, Man, yep, yep. this game, Rocket Knight Adventures, has some fucking awesome bosses. I agree. Really, really cool. Yep. And they're like, there are a lot of them too. Like each stage will have like multiple mid bosses or I guess technically they're not mid bosses because that would only be one boss but they have many mini bosses and uh, they do this this game was a lot longer than I anticipated it to be yeah because it's much longer me too there's seven stages and I was like this is going to be a breeze uh, turns out uh, that the game is really fucking hard uh, and there's a lot of content mm-hmm. in each stage um, I, I did not expect this game to be nearly as difficult as it no. was no, I didn't. I didn't make it all that far. So I, um, I did finish it, but um, full disclaimer, I switched to the Japanese version because the Japanese version is easier. Um, oh. You know that phenomenon we talked about where it's mm-hmm. like, um, I remember being in middle school and like everyone talking about how the games in Japan were harder, mm-hmm. and I do think that there is some merit to that. Like I think the RPGs in Japan, like, because it's like. All the like the Final Fantasy games and stuff like that being dumbed down mm-hmm. for North American releases. And it's like I get that, but Fantasy it's like seven having like the arrows on the exits and right, stuff like that. Right. Like, exactly. So like that's the stuff that always stuck with me. But what I didn't realize was, and we've mentioned this in a previous episode, but because game rentals were illegal in Japan. They didn't have to artificially inflate the difficulty of platforming games. Yeah. Games that can be beaten, like Rocket Knight Adventures, if you had infinite lives and infinite continues, you could get to you could probably get to the game your first time playing it in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, but because you could rent games legally in the United States when they would release the same game over here, they would make it more difficult. And they do that in Rocket Knight Adventures by reducing the number of lives you have and reducing the number of continues that you have in the game. So what that means is you'll pl- what happened to me specifically is I would play the game, get to a boss, lose all of my lives trying to figure out how to beat the boss, and then I'd have to start the game over and play to that boss again, beat that boss, get to another boss, lose all my lives on that boss, uh, go back to the beginning yeah, of the game, yeah. like that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I switched to the Japanese version because I read that it had more lives and more continues, and that is what I beat the game on because I, I wanted nice. to see all the content. Okay. I, I want to go back, and I want to play. I want to beat the North American version just so that I could say that I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I didn't want to save state. I wanted to like... It's it's a really weird thing. I want to hang up. We do not share. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. And it's like talking to Chris Vaughn. Put me in a safe state button, right? Please. Yes. 
Yeah, meanwhile, I'm like, is there any way that we can take save states out of this completely uh, so that all my I can get all my retro achievements mm-hmm. on retroachievements.org? Because that's part of it, man. I want to yeah. unlock those on uh, on hard mode. Yeah. Um, that's a great site, by the way. Although some of the some of the achievements, all they're all like user submitted. So like some games have wonderful achievements, and other games have bad ones. Mm-hmm. And what I've discovered is there are like some really funny things will happen where it's like if I am just let the game sit and watch the demo or the demo mode. Mm-hmm. It will unlock achievements. Like for instance, like if in the demo uh. mode, the the AI or the recorded player, whatever, mm. beats a boss, I'll get an achievement for beating that boss. Oh, so shit. yeah, it's a nice little nice man, little loophole. That's pretty man, it's pretty clever. It's pretty <laughs> clever. So but anyway, um I would love to go back and beat this game legit because I can't say I beat it legit. Mm-hmm. I guess I could in Japan. I don't know how I would say it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna go there. (laughs) We're gonna go back to the Game Pro guy with his hand, with his face (laughs) on his fist. Yeah, we gotta stay. We gotta stay the fourth guy. Because let's see. Because I I think because the the levels I feel like they they had their own individual levels, but I think that the boss fights were all those are the big iconic yeah dude things yes and you fight I mean it re- reminded me of Angry Birds in the sense I know of, thank you because it's just you're yeah. just fighting a pig Pigs. army it's just a pig <laughs> army yeah I know I thought they were goblins at first yeah 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 but then no like they're 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 pigs do yeah do you have a favorite pig you're looking at your notes did you write something notes. on there about favorite pigs. You made a you made the, a pig quiz, didn't you? The the, the, <laughs> the the pig captain who lobs bombs at you. Oh, in the oh favorite pig in the game. Yeah. I just meant in general, like a favorite pig, like Wilbur or um, oh, just in babe. real in, in real life. Who's your favorite pig? Yeah, who's your favorite pig? Orson. Porky. Oh, Orson. Oh, yeah, yeah from go. U.S. Acres. There you nice. go. Nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> Acceptable answer. Survey says <laughs> fucking number two uh, answer. All right, it's a fucking so number Orson. two answer, Orson. <laughs> So your favorite pig in the game was the bomb throwing pig? Yeah, I was. It was humorous because you just walk up. Uh, oh, shit's happening! All right, there's like the captain of this big fucking pig ship, uh-huh. and he's a okay. He's across a laser, and he's just throwing bombs at me. Okay, well that hit one, him, hit him back like mm-hmm. like Link uh, versus Ganon in Ocarina of Time. Just gonna play, play volleyball for a little while. Yep. Okay, he's gone. Oh. Okay, there's a whole that's a bunch of mecha pigs and a whole bunch of shit. Okay. <laughs> that whole airship level that you fight the captain pig, mm-hmm. that one you're talking about, the mm-hmm. bomb throwing pig, totally, totally reminded me of Air Fortress Zone from Sonic. Uh what was that? Sonic uh, okay. two or three? I can't remember. I, my Sonic's kind of blurred together because he's so fast. So yeah, he's better. <laughs> but it kind of reminded he's not me of that Robotnik, but still, he's pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, that's like Superman versus the Flash on on land speed. It's <laughs> Sonic and Robotnik. Yeah. <laughs> but it reminded me of that like whole like hanging on a propellers kind of thing because there's a bit of that on that airship level where when you're on top of the airship, you're dealing with wind physics. You mm-hmm. know, like the wind blowing you back and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that was a really flamboyant captain. That was yeah. like the Jack Sparrow of pig captains. And it's a very Gunstar Heroes kind of boss whenever he comes, summons Mecha Captain yep. for you to fight. Yep. But th- there was one one of the final bosses reminded me so much, so fucking much of Gunstar Heroes. Like the which one? It's like the the spaceship where you destroy the individual parts and then it transforms into a mech. Yep. And it's waving its arms around yep. everywhere as it jumps across the ground. That was extremely yep. Gunstar. That is a hard ass boss. That is like 
That is a really hard boss. Because you can barely, you can only hit it like once when it's not flailing its limbs around. Yeah, okay, so that's a really cool boss fight. Mm -hmm. Because, and this game, this game reminds me of a bunch of different games too. Uh, Gunstar Heroes was definitely on that list. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the bosses. Like bosses have multiple forms and a lot of the bosses are unique. You know, where they'll have a gimmick. They move strangely as compared to like how you or anything else moves. Exactly. mm -hmm. So it reminded me, in that regard, it reminded me of Gunstar Heroes. Uh, It also reminded me of Earthworm Jim because Earthworm Jim is a game that has a lot of, it's a platformer that has a lot of variety to it. Mm -hmm. In Earthworm Jim, I feel like you're, Constantly doing different stuff. Like yeah. each level kind of has its own like thing. And I'm specifically thinking about in Rocket Knight Adventures, there is a part in the game where you are controlling a, a moving elevator. It's like it's it's a platform that is moving from left to right, and there is an up switch and a down switch. And you are you hit either switch with your sword in order to make that platform mm-hmm. elevate or uh, the opposite of elevate descend. <laughs> De-elevate. De-elevate, yes. <laughs> so, but you have to do it while it's moving. It's it's moving from left to right by itself automatically. So it reminded me of that level in Earthworm Gym where you're in that underwater maze with the with the bubble where you're controlling that My bubble submarine. part of the game. Oh, yeah. man. I, I will defend. Oh, I, I've fuck, heard Earthworm Gym get a lot of hate recently. Earthworm Gym and Donkey Kong Country seems to be like the two games that I love that people are shitting on recently. I love both of, the, I love both of those games. That just was my least favorite part of Earthworm Gym. Oh, man, Earthworm Gym. Dude, that is like, mm, I love that game <laughs> so much. Uh, but it reminded me of Earthworm Gym not only because of that, but because Earthworm Gym also has a lot of bosses that are different. Like, yep. for example, that le- that level where it's all an underground maze, the boss is a fish that he just eats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it does stuff like that, yeah. too. And I, and I like that. I think that's fun. Uh, and then, of course, obviously, it reminded me of Sonic, uh, not only in, like, some of the cutscenes in the game, uh, but also it sounds like a Sonic game. When um, Sparkster dies, he gives off this, like, synth wine noise yeah. that totally <laughs> sounds like Sonic when he dies. Mm. It's just like a different pitch, you know? Um and because the, the the soundtrack, I didn't like the music in oh, very you much didn't. in this. Oh, game. I love the I music. I thought it was dude. like I thought it was very subpar, sort of out of place. Oh, I did, some I of did them. Not enjoy this. Some of the music I did think was out of place because it's like, like when you're that gets the final boss, like that just that didn't seem very like epic, intense, or anything like I would expect it to. It was yeah. just still kind of lighthearted. I guess. Yeah, I mean, all the music does kind of have this lighthearted feel to it. It's pretty... I don't think there's a sinister track on on the soundtrack. But, I mean, as far as a game, like, utilizing the the Sega sound chip, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the synth chip is... I think they did a really good job because I thought the music sounded good. I, I, at no point did I feel like it was grating, yeah. like Sonic Spinball or X-Men. Uh, I mean, as I think the worst offenders... <laughs> Sonic Spinball is like the, yeah, it's the worst. Uh, I thought it was really well done, and I thought the music, for the most part, I mean, I liked it. I like the opening theme a lot. It's very, like, adventurous sounding. It's very, it fits, I think. Uh, I know one of the composers that worked on it is uh, the composer for Symphony of the Night. Uh, uh, okay. All so right. there were multiple composers for yeah. the game. It wasn't just her, but, you know, uh, I know she had at least a track in there. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew which one it was. Yeah. What else did I have? Um, probably my least favorite level of the game, though, was the mobile platform walking over lava. Dude, I loved that. See, it just felt so 
when I can just charge up and go fast, but I'm just kind of held to this. It's It was the closest thing to like an escort mission, I felt like, because it was just on this thing, walking across, okay, got to jump off, wait for it to walk through. I just, I Maybe we're talking about different levels. I'm talking, the level that I loved is the level where lava is rising and then it descends. How do you like that? Remembering things. Yeah. Uh, and then it rises and it's like, it kind of like a rhythm thing. And what you have to do at some point, and it reminded me of like, Konami totally took this and put it in Castlevania Bloodlines it could, because it's a part very similar to the castle in Bloodlines. You know that moment where it like where I thought in Bloodlines that it glitched and it's like half the screen oh. is like you know you're you're essentially split in half yeah. and you have to like rely on the reflection and stuff. Uh-huh. That's what you have to do in Rocket Knight Adventures. There becomes a point where you cannot see the platforms you're supposed to jump on, mm-hmm. and you're like, what the fuck do I do? And then the lava rises up, and you can see the reflection of the platform in the lava below. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm just talking about like it was a, it was like a, a walking robot that would walk through the lava that you had to stand on. The robot chocobo. Yes. Yeah, the robot yeah, chocobo. That, that I did not like. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, take it or leave it. Yeah, uh, yeah but I agree. I mean, because what I did was I would spend less time on the robot chocobo. I'd just be like, because there's spikes above. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not even fucking with this shit. Like, I know at some point I'm not going to be able to safely traverse through these spikes. Mm-hmm. So I'll just walk. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I'll hop on this motherfucker as soon as he goes in lava. And as soon as he's on ground, I'm hopping off. Yeah. Not to be confused with popping off. <laughs> oh, he's popping off. <laughs> uh, So the bomb throwing pig was your favorite boss? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean... Or when you play Rock'em Sock'em Robots with the Blackguard. Because uh, if you're a Rocket Knight Paladin, you also find Rocket Knight Blackguard that who, you go up against. Do you know his name? No. I made this joke in Sparkster. I'm going to make it again and hopefully better. Because <laughs> okay. when I listened to it, I cringed. Which I'm sure in five years when I listen to this, <laughs> I'm also going to cringe. I'll, Henry will be sitting in my lab and be like, here's seven-year-old son. Sit in my lap. Let's listen to our podcast. <laughs> Uh, the Dark Knight's name is Axel Gear. Oh. You see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, Metal, Metal Gear. Gear reference. Yeah. yeah. A game I've never played. I'm so s- Same here. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst. Yep. We're going to have to do that now. Uh, good luck. <laughs> you can. Well, that could be a Todd Pog. Okay. You could tell me how awesome Metal, Metal Gear. Gear was. <laughs> I don't... That is like... Metal Gear to me is... Like Star Wars to you. Okay. It is one of those where it's like, there is no possible way. There is no way I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid and be like, this lives up to my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, that is like, that game is built up and built up and built up. There becomes a point where I can't, you can't do it. I remember Shake telling me about the first, about Metal Gear Solid. Just, you choke them and the controller vibrates like strongly. <laughs> And then slowly uh-huh. start slowing down as they die. It's amazing. That is a nice touch. I mean, that's that's nice. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not one of those things that's going to impress me in yep. 2018. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's one of those where it's like I don't want to play Metal Gear Solid because I am convinced that it will be underwhelming to me. But yeah. maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to. And we will definitely hear <laughs> oh, opinions. Really? So uh, I feel like that was our. One of our big missing things in that uh, video gamer profile yeah. quiz, like, yeah. oh no, no, never played any of these yeah. Metal Gear. Huge, games. huge gap for me. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, that is one that like that and Halo. Yeah, I never played Halo either. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm digging that hole deeper yeah, and nope, admitting these things. I. But I mean, whatever. I didn't have an Xbox until way down the line. Same. I never had an Xbox, not an original Xbox. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, 
at the time I was PC gaming and I felt like that's, I needed my PC and I needed my PlayStation 2 uh, and that's like all I needed. Yep. But I will say this, one of the things that I do enjoy about this show is that I do get to play games that I've never played before. And That's it, very true. Games that I never would have played. Yeah, yeah, yep. exa- totally. It's like great, and I find great games that way. Like mm-hmm. Rocket Night Adventures is probably a game I never would have played. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely one I never would have played. Especially after playing Sparkster. Uh-huh. Even I, though... It's very much not one I would have played. <laughs> even though people had always told me Rocket Night Adventures is much better than Sparkster mm-hmm. for the SNES. They were right. Oh, this game also reminds me of... Uh, I lost my train of thought earlier. Reminds me of Bucky O'Hare for the NES. Okay. Specifically because there is a boss in this game, in Rocket Knight Adventures, that I feel like they got the idea to do from Bucky O'Hare, which they released on the NES, mm-hmm. which I guess was a... I don't remember the year. I think it was a later release. But there's a gunship in Bucky O'Hare. There's a toad gunship or frog gunship. Can't mm-hmm. remember if they're to- toads or frogs. Uh, but I recognize there's a difference. I got to stay woke. <laughs> uh, and there is like several can. It's a giant airship in space, and it's essentially you have to fly around it as it moves and destroy all the cannons on uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very similar to uh, that boss at the end of stage six, it's I think one, it is. Yeah. The one that you were talking about that turns into a mech in space. Mm-hmm. It grows arms and legs, and it's very difficult to kill. Um, that doesn't happen in Bucky O'Hare, but as I was playing, and I was like, this reminds me a lot of that that gunship mm-hmm. in, in Bucky O'Hare. Because I've got... I've, here, here's the boss gauntlet that I wrote down. Okay. So you've got the pig mech. Pig mech. The very, the very first one. Then the, pig's, wait, the wait. pig centipede. Oh, yes. The pig centipede. Mm-hmm. That you, reminded me somewhat of like Legend of Zelda, almost like this giant centipede that burst through the walls. Do you mind? Hit. Do you mind if I blow your mind? Blow it. Are you me. Are you prepared? Oh yeah. Um, actually, uh, because I played the Japanese version, I realized that that is a spider. That is a giant oh. spider. Uh, for whatever reason, thank they, you for sneaking in the dork the dork tone. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Uh, for whatever reason, in the SNES, or I'm sorry, in the North American version. Uh, they do not show you in the first level mm-hmm. the castle in the background being attacked by a giant spider. Uh, why would they? That's such a nice touch. I don't know why they would remove that from yeah. the North American version, but it is gone. Um, instead, what you see in the background in the North American version is the, the airship. Mm-hmm. Flying, okay. Uh, because otherwise, you'd have no idea of knowing that that second boss. Yeah, I would never have thought it was a spider. Is a spider. Yep. But those things that you th- might think is its tail smashing through the the walls as you fight mm-hmm. them, they're actually spider legs. Oh, okay. There you go. You're welcome. You didn't say thank you, but I thank said you're you. welcome thank anyway. You. Thank you, David. Thank <laughs> so rude. <laughs> and I. Oh, oh, yeah. what? What? Yeah, I have the B A L L Z to tell you that. <laughs> Let's see. Then there's like the the pig clown mech. It looks like there's a, just a giant piggy clown just swinging his arms around that you have to jump straight up in between his arms that sort of clap together and strike upward. All right. I don't remember that one. But then there's a pig train. Yes. The pig train on two different levels. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned the pig train boss because I think it's time that I point out. This is a train level in a Konami game. (laughs) (laughs) That's been a long time. Mm, It has. The only reason I remember that is because I listened to the Sparkster (laughs) episode where I said the same damn thing. (laughs) 
Let's see. Then there's the the pig crab, and you go like, dude. You go into the waterfall, like you fade into the background, go into the, the mm, water level. I love it, man. It's a giant crab mech that's being controlled by a pig mm-hmm. in the, in the glass cockpit. That's one of my favorite bosses, just by design. Mm-hmm. Like I think the design on that is wonderful. Um, all of these really are. Like, you can tell that they cared about the bosses. The bosses were not just a thing that they put at the end of a level. Like, it almost feels like the game revolves around the bosses that you're going to fight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really, really cool approach. That's a good way to do things. Then there's a thick goblin, I'm sorry, pig, the pig <laughs> lava fish. Yes, this is where mm-hmm. I struggle, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, this this, this giant fish boss mm-hmm. is, that lives in lava uh, is where I really hit a wall. And it looks like in, in Super Mario World, when you're in lava, when you see the big lava T-Rexes pop up. I believe, but first, I believe that is called a blarg, Tyler. A blarg. <laughs> but there's, like, this little white skull-looking thing that pops up first and looks around. Then when you get close... The blarg comes up. Yes. But the fish looks like that first little thing that pops up and looks around. Yeah, you're right. It does look uh, like the little mm, periscope, doesn't yeah. it? Except it's enormous. It's, it, it's enormous. It takes up like a third of the screen. Mm-hmm. And a, a good portion of that is, and this is also, this ties into what I was saying earlier, but it's not pixel perfect. The platforming isn't pixel perfect because like you have to, at certain points, j- make like some crazy jumps. Like mm-hmm. as you're fighting this fish, which you can't injure, you can't injure the fish. You have to wait until the fish opens its mouth, sprays lava out of it, mm-hmm. and then a samurai pig jumps out of it. <laughs> like straight up jumps out of it for no reason, just exposing himself to damage. A pig or I. Yeah, a pig or I, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, then you hit the pig, and you got to hit that motherfucker mm-hmm. like four times. But it's like in between that, like – the the fish submerges and the the platforms you're standing on also submerge mm-hmm. so there's nothing but lava and what you have to do is make these jumps on these really fast moving tiny platforms that mm-hmm. are whipping through uh, and that's where it's like moments like that where it's like, oh, thank God this isn't like Super Mario Brothers <laughs> or like I would be dying yep. more than I'm dying right now. Let's see and then then there's the the pig captain. And then there's a, a pig, just like a flying head, because you're hanging off the airship on ropes, and like this flying pig head with yeah. little bitty wings falls around, flies yeah. around. As you're hanging from your, your tail, mm-hmm. like possums do, yep. hanging upside down. <laughs> and then there's the, the pig mecha captain that you have to fight. Yes. The, and then then that's when you do the, the mecha... Um, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Which is awesome, dude, because like... <laughs> I did not expect it. I didn't expect it, and my favorite thing about it is the the mechs that you hop in are really enormous. Mm-hmm. They're really big, and it's like the segment that starts that boss fight is Axel Gear jumps into a mech and fucking chases you while you have to like navigate with your jetpack through a maze. Mm-hmm. And it's like he chases you fast, dude. Like I mean, like there are several moments where it's like I made a mistake and he is on me mm-hmm. and it, like just crushing me. And when I say the mech suit is huge, it is like taller than the screen is. Mm-hmm. So it's like I mean You're getting it like waist up. Yes, much, much taller. And that's another boss that reminded me. It's just its size mm-hmm. uh reminded me of um Gunstar Heroes. Mm. And then, like, once you get to the end of that maze, you hop into your own pig mech, which 
totally 100% looks like a robot bebop, like 100% because its eyes are, he has that like visor over the, the mech has that visor over its eyes. 100% looks like bebop. I loved it. Uh, and then you do this like really off the wall boss fight where, um, it's like nothing else in the game, mm-hmm. which because it's nothing else, like nothing else in the game, I wish they would have made it easier because that boss fight is really hard. Yeah. Uh, because you are just swinging your flail arms at each other. Yeah, who flails the best. Yeah, exactly. And then after that is the the pig spaceship and then the sort of the mecha transformation spaceship we talked about where mm-hmm. it's just all over the place. And then the, the, the pig king, the mecha pig king. Yes. Um who's like this big gold and you knock him to pieces and he reassembles. Um, but the, I think it's really cool because you, the, it, the game shows you what he actually is mm-hmm. because like, I think it's really neat because at no point in the game until you fight this boss, like as you're fighting this pig emperor, like bits of his body start falling off mm-hmm. and then you like bits of his skin peel off and you see that like Terminator style like mm-hmm. Kano from Mortal Kombat eye you know where it's like metal with a red eye in yeah. it, and it's like holy shit it's a robot <laughs> and sure enough after you beat him you go through a factory that is dedicated Make, yep. to making emperor pigs because <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of like the the smithy at the end of Mario RPG yeah totally then you fight uh, Rocket Blackguard, Axel Gear. Axel Gear comes back. Uh, I thought that was a cool fight. It was a cool battle, yeah, because he rockets through the side of the spaceship, so you're fighting in the vacuum of space or yes. trying not to get sucked in, right? which was cool. And he's using all of your moves against you mm-hmm. because we haven't really gone through all of the moves. We've talked about the sword swing mm-hmm. uh, and the, the rocketing. You can rocket with the jetpack, and that does hurt enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also a move where if you hold down uh, the B button, and let it go without pointing a direction, mm-hmm. you'll do like a spin, like mm-hmm. kind of like a sonic spin kind of deal. Um, if you hold down the D-pad in a direction, though, after charging it, you, that's when you kind of like take off. With your, and you with can bounce D-pad. off the walls in certain patterns to get yes. around corners and, and things like that. One thing I like about this game, in Sparkster, there were segments where you had to perfectly time one rocket blast after the other to yes. get through a, pa- a corridor where lava is rising or yes. electricity is after you or yes. something like And it, you had to be fucking on it. At this in this game I felt like the rocket was always just a fun add-on. It wasn't essential for you to like do that super tight of timing involving it to finish a level, but it always added something extra yeah. to it as opposed to like your mastery over it being critical sure. to survival. I think for the most point you are right, but when you are being ch- chased by Axel Gear in that giant okay. mech, yeah. you you have to get it. Like you you have to be perfect. Then it's like that. Okay. Yeah. And it's but it's nice because it's later on in the game. I remember in Sparkster that comes up pretty soon. Yeah, we very soon. Uh but in Rocket Knight Adventures, it's later on in the game. I feel like at that point they're like this player probably has a better gra- like a good grasp of the rocket mechanics. Yeah. And for the most part, yeah, I think they're right. And then after that, then you fight the super mecha TV pig. Yes. So, I, I love that because mm-hmm. this all takes place in the pig Death Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a uh, – what were those – what were those? Do you remember when we were kids? They had these toys that were like monster balls. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, they just like were, heads of monsters that were soft. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, I can't remember what they were called, but that's what the pig Death Star reminded me of <laughs> because it's essentially the Death Star with a pig's face on it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, when you're inside, you fight the, I guess, the mother brain of the pig Death Star. Pretty much. It, 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 I guess that part reminded me of Earthworm Jim because it is very like just you have the center, this weird face in the center of like a TV, TV screen. Yeah. yeah. That is using this robot spherical body to throw electricity and stuff at you, and you have to time how you hit it and hit mm-hmm. certain areas that don't have the electricity balls sort of popping out the side. Yeah, it's Dingus comes out at some point. Yeah. Which, for whatever reason... <laughs> red Rocket. Yeah, it's yeah. Red Rocket. Yeah, it totally comes out. And it's like, go, got to hit the Red Rocket. Because mm-hmm. um, they can teleport and mm-hmm. things like that. And yeah. Then, But once you beat it, and then... Cause and, I, and I thought the game was over. I did too, but you see... Two little dots escape out of the exploding pig de- death pig, mm-hmm. pig star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it turns out that it is the remnants of that thing chasing you. So yep. it's just the TV, the TV screen, screen with wires and shit around it. As you're plummeting to Earth? We'll just say Earth. That's Earth. Planet yeah. you live on? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as you're fighting it, you can attack it. Yeah, you're, you you're are, an escape pod. Exactly. You can't. All you can do is dodge its attacks, which mm-hmm. I thought was hard. I thought yeah. its attacks were hard to dodge. And then um, the those, they're big sweeping arcs, and it's hard to find that one like where those Venn diagrams would meet. That is a safe, the space. safe spot. Yeah. yeah, and that in this regard, it kind of feels like almost like a like a bullet hell kind of style mm-hmm. thing, where it's like you do have to find those safe spots. That's yeah. all this boss fight is about: mm-hmm. is finding these safe spots, which are hard to predict. Much harder than if you are like being blasted with projectiles, because you can't, you don't really have an indication of where this pig TV guy is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until you memorize the like mm-hmm. what he does, uh, which is you can see the planet rising in the background as you get closer and closer uh-huh. and closer to it. Then it turns red as you're entering the atmosphere. Yeah. It was that 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 was a nice end in touch to I it. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of Gunstar Heroes as well. Like just how like action packed it was mm-hmm. because like. That part, when I fought that boss, that legitimately got my heart pumping. Like, that was like, I, because what they do is they do the fake out, like, over and over and over again. Because it's like, when you beat the pig when he's in his sphere, Mm -hmm. it's like, and you escape the pig Death Star, it's like, oh, man, I hope that's over. Yeah. It might not be over. (laughs) Like, it is not. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, oh, shit. I'm down to like two lives. Like this is it. Like this is I gotta make this shit happen. So they do a really good job with stuff yeah. like that. And then yeah, you land, and then oh yeah, we forgot to tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a princess here. You don't give a fuck though. Nah, no. she wants you. And you're like fuck it. I got a fucking rocket. Yeah, much like fuck I think how Sparkster ends on the <laughs> SNES. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's not mating season. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure possums probably do have a mating season, right? Yeah, well, yeah. There are a bunch of them, so... Yeah. I thought it was interesting that this game is essentially a two-button game. Yeah, you're right. Like, it easily could have been a... Other than the visual effects, where it has a whole bunch of, like, parallax scrolling and, like, really cool visuals going on. And at some point, there is... uh, You fight a giant snake boss uh, at a waterfall. And it's like he's going back behind the waterfall and then he'll come back forward through the waterfall. And I think that's like really mm-hmm. neat visual effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, even on like the um, 
the Death Star, the pig Death Star, there's some really cool like pre-rendered 3D effects in the background where it's like the ceiling uh, kind of like parallax scrolls with you, but it looks like it's like was rendered in 3D at some point and then brought in as like a background. Yeah. Really cool visuals. Like I, I think this game is like a really, this might be one of the best looking Genesis games that I've played, honestly. Like it's really, really good looking. I mean, Besides Balls 3D, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Balls 3D is pretty damn good. I mean, those balls that are 3D, man. 3D. Yeah. So, I mean, there is that. I look like a clown. Yeah, and no point... You can throw its hat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it takes. (laughs) At no point did any enemy say, open wide for Chunky and Rocket Knight Adventures. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Please let that be our our metric from here on forward. Like, does this game say open wide for Chunky? (laughs) Nope, sure didn't. Sorry, Legend of Zelda. Garbage. (laughs) I would love, like, that's going to be what I'm going to be known for is ROM hacking games just to put open wide for Chunky and all of them. That's why in Earthbound, when you go up into uh, a house in Onet, will you open wide for Chunky? Yes or no? (laughs) Well, I'm thinking instead of it's a secret to everyone, it's open wide for Chunky. (laughs) (laughs) Smile, say open wide for Chunky. (laughs) Oh, man. Open wide for Chunky will remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you keeping up with all the uh, Walking Dead Telltale stuff? Nope. Well, Telltale's no more. Yeah. So, um, like a whole bunch of like... Which I own all those. I just haven't touched them yet. Well, I think that's kind of, I mean, okay, kind of the problem is they released a whole bunch of stuff, and it's like Telltale Games is like one of those studios where it's like, man, I want to support them, but they're kind of putting the same game out over and over again. Yeah. And they're really not pushing forward on any, you know, like, it's all just become like a machine where it's like, yep, we'll take this IP. Here's a pop culture thing that I like with the... uh Illusion of choice. Right. Okay. So I, I think that hurt them considerably yeah. because they just kind of like left it the same for a really long time. Yeah. But like the fact that we're not getting Wolf Among Us 2, which was like on that the docket. That does suck. That sucks. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. That, that does suck. That sucks worse than the That's Walking the best Dead. thing they ever did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Now now I'm really sad because I didn't even I didn't Sorry. think about that. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't, didn't mean to make you sad. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll be kickstarted in like ten years. Well, the the latest bit of news on that, not to date the show, but whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is like some people have stepped in and been like, "Oh, we'll finish The Walking Dead. We'll do it." And okay. it's like I know Robert Kirkman's involved with that, uh, the creator of The Walking Dead. Uh, and like on one hand, that's really cool, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, uh, that really sucks for the teams that got laid off, like the the Telltale team, yeah. you know. So it's kind of one of those where it's well, like... Well, somebody step in and get, <laughs> do the Wolf Among Us. Come on. Yeah, really. It, please, if you're going to pick Come on, one, people who do fables. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, what, yeah, that is weird because those, mm-hmm. those are two comic book mm-hmm. properties. So, yeah. Mm. Do you have any achievements for this game? Or additional commentary? Uh, I do have some achievements mm-hmm. for this game. Uh, Although I enjoyed the the nice flaming savoring look you just gave me while you typed into your computer oh, yeah? that's how i look when i type i just i just look like passionate except i'm not even looking at the screen man look at me i know what i'm typing i don't even have to look at my fingers i i had middle school keyboarding yeah. class 
Put some cardboard over this so I can't even see it. That's right. All right. My teacher knew how to motivate us because that was also the keyboarding class had electric typewriters, Mm -hmm. which we had to use, but it also had a row of Macintosh computers, which were exclusively for playing games. And the motivation was finish your finish your typing assignment. You play whatever you can play whatever's on here on these Mac computers. So like that, like all the nerdy kids were like, <laughs> all right, we'll blow it through this. Plus, we talk on message boards and stuff anyway, so it's not that yeah. that tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'm done. Time to play Prince of Persia. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do have. I got some achievements. All of these come from Twitch chat. Uh, I did stream this game. Mm-hmm. It did not go well. Uh, first of all, because there, here's something I need to talk about. I mentioned that this game is hard. I think this game is difficult, and I think part of that is this game is so unique and has so many mechanics to it that are foreign. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm just not used to a a jetpack mechanic. I'm not used to a platformer where I have a sword. You know, like that that kind of stuff. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just kind of getting my bearings. It took me a long time to get my bearings in this game. It also has. I think, again, I think it fudges a little bit with, like, hitboxes and stuff like that because, like, there are several enemies, where, and especially bosses, where it's, like, that crab boss we talked about, when you have to destroy both of its pinchers first and then you have to move in and hit its eyes, like, the the margin, <laughs> that you, like, the, you have to be, like, that is, like, when it gets, like, wow, mm-hmm. you really got to line that up. Uh, so there are weird moments where things do have to be pixel perfect. And unfortunately, I feel like those moments all involve like killing an enemy mm-hmm. because it's not Mario style where you jump on an enemy. It's like you have to hit it with your sword or rock it into it. And that sword only goes so far. Yeah. And also like when you hit, when you swing the sword and hit with it, you get like this little tiny bit of invincibility, which once you learn that, the game becomes completely different because there are some regular enemies, like the very first level of the game, there's like this Jeep. It's not a boss. It's like a Jeep full of pigs. And it's like, (laughs) they just try to like run you over and it's like you hit it and it doesn't explode in one hit you mm-hmm. had to hit it multiple times and i freaked out because i was like oh shit i hit it and now it's gonna run me over and it's like that's not really the case you just have to time how you hit it so that it doesn't same hurt for you. enemies that throw bombs and shit like that exactly mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like there's a there i don't know it felt ambiguous to me mm-hmm. a lot of the, a lot of things in this game felt like there's this level of ambiguity built into it mm-hmm. and sometimes it's to the benefit of the player but sometimes it is uh, very much against the player so i don't know personally i prefer a game games like rocket knight adventure sometimes don't feel fair to me because sometimes i will die in a game that has that ambiguity built in mm-hmm. and i feel like i didn't die because of something i did like, in Super Mario Brothers, when I die, I'm like, ah, oh, I fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I did that. And, yeah. like, Super Meat Boy, even. It's like, oh, well. Oh, you fucking did that. I've, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck, get back in there. Right. But this game had a lot of moments in it where it's like, ah, if only I would have known that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's kind of built into the DNA of Rocket Knight Adventures to, like, just try it over and over again until you get it. Tyler. Yes, Dave. Here are my achievements. All right. <laughs> First achievement. Coming from Faceful of Alien Wing Wong in Twitch chat, three little rednecks. In order to unlock three <laughs> little rednecks, go to Dollar General three times with a rude woman. 
<laughs> it's weird. It's mm-hmm. like he knew. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tell him the story beforehand? Yeah. Well, every, everybody's been to a Dollar General. That's generally <laughs> yeah. just what happens. Uh, in order to lock, unlock three little rednecks, uh, you need to get killed by three little pigs and their shitty little redneck pickup truck. Those are like <laughs> those are the enemies that I was yeah. that I was talking about. Uh, next achievement I got comes from Bubba Drewski, and in order to unlock, it's my pig in a box. It's my pig in a box. Sorry, I didn't sell it. Let me try again. Uh, you need to open a pig present. Uh, because this game mm-hmm. has several moments where they psych you out. The first of which is very early on, mm-hmm. Sparkster runs into a giant present. It's like a giant gift-wrapped box, and there's not a present in there. There's a pig in there. It's a pig in a box. <laughs> you remember that? Nice. Do you, remember, do you remember the dick in a box? You remember that The thing? what? Dick in a box. You remember that? That, that sounds gross. You remember David. that thing? Yeah, it's pretty gross. That, mm. But it's Justin Timberlake, so it, it makes it adorable. Unsavory. Oh, that kid from the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah, that one. Okay. So here, I've got a theory for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I don't know, This you may consider this me being an SNL detractor. I like, there. there's nothing wrong with SNL. Sometimes I really like it. Mm-hmm. But SNL, here are, my, here are my complaints. A lot of times the writing in SNL feels like, well, we got this one joke and we're going to do it for three minutes. <laughs> uh, another thing about SNL that bothers me is like, and I, I guess this could be seen as a good thing because it's like that dick in a box bit, like that mm-hmm. whole thing would not work without Justin Timberlake. Like you put, I don't know, mm-hmm. Rodney Dangerfield in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Do a dick in a box, not going to play the same. <laughs> so it's like, I guess, I guess that's a sign of good writing mm-hmm. where they like, no, this will fly yeah. with Justin Timberlake. But it's also one of those things that really bugs the shit out of me because it's like, this only works because of <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> well, same for that one, the one with the dancing mascots. I don't think I'm familiar with that. It one. was Justin Timberlake like dressed as like a, a milkshake or whatever, and he would bring it on down to Frostyville. No, I don't remember that no, one. Frostyville, okay. the sequel to Farmville. There <laughs> it's the one where you uh, work in a... Not Dairy Queen, a Schmerry Queen, <laughs> Schmerry <a> Queen, <laughs> yeah, yeah Dairy Queef, Dairy Schmerry Queef, Schmerry Queen. Please. <laughs> we don't want to get sued. A Fairy Queef. <laughs> uh, next achievement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. comes from Mike of MacTac. You might know him all right, from all right. Mike and Kyle talk about cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a suplex will work. And in order to unlock, maybe a suplex will work. You need to kill the train pig robot thing. Can we call him Malort Master? Malort Master. Malort Master Mike. Or just Malort Mike. Malort. We tip our fedoras. <laughs> Malort Mike. Yes, I'm fine with either. Okay. <laughs> what that translates to is you'll do your thing and I'll do my thing. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Until eventually, subconsciously, one of us will give in to the other. Yeah, the other one. Whichever one is better will <laughs> right. eventually yes. rule. If there's a good response to one, that's how that's we'll go. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, and the last achievement I've got comes from Ben from Street Pizza. Uh, it's a, another podcast that you mm-hmm. should totally check mm-hmm. out. Um, along with MacTac, Must Go Faster. Uh, and in order to unlock Must Go Faster, you need to run as fast as you can while clenching your butthole while you're running away from the metal pigs in stage five. Mm. Because there are some mazes that you need to traverse with these unkillable metal pigs. They kind of yep. look like, they kind of, they reminded me kind of, and I haven't seen much of it, but old the Cylons from old school Battlestar Galactica, oh, the, where they have that like moving red line or yep. whatever through their eyes. They kind of reminded me of they that. They look like, um, 
Chrome Dome from Turtles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they reminded me of that, and they have these big spiky shields, and they are unkillable. Uh, and there's a really nice moment in the game where it's like there's an obvious one up, like right before you meet one of them, mm-hmm. where it's like the developer, the designer was like, they're going to try to kill this thing, and they don't know it's unkillable. So let's give them an extra life yeah. before they even run into we'll, it. We'll give them a mulligan. Um, so, yeah, those things, that's how you, you beat all those things to unlock must go faster. Okay. Tyler. Yes, Dave. Do you have any achievements? I do. I have two. You have two achievements. What are two. they? Uh, the first one is just night will do. And that is you beat a level without using your rocket. Oh, Lord. So, just night. I guess it's possible yeah. in some levels. Like the first one or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the le- uh, my second one is in under 12 parsecs. Oh, holy shit. A rare Star Wars yeah. reference from Tyler. And that is when you you never get hit as you fall to Earth. Okay. When at the very end, yes, yes, yes. okay, at the very end when you're in the default to home planet, gotcha, okay, possum planet. So I got Tyler, yes, Dave, I've got some questions for you. Hell yeah, give me them fucking questions. If you were to give this game a beard Mm -hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be and why? Uh, I'm not letting you off easy. This uh, is a long form, okay. No, we're giving one. I would give it the the beards that Goku and Vegeta grow when they get out of the hyperbolic time chamber in Dragon Ball Super. I'm familiar with those beards. Yeah. And I'm not sure why, because I've not watched that. <laughs> <laughs> have you given those beards before? I don't think I have. I've seen those beards. And I give it and they grow these beards because they go into the hyperbolic time chamber, which is once you go in there, you're in a different dimension uh-huh. where time flows faster. So once they you st- age, they you they they say in age oh, strangely. I got you. I got you. They don't as a warrior race. They they're much more long lived. Gotcha. So they, do they eventually turn into giant monkeys? Is that how they? Is that their last form before they die? I see. I wish I haven't mm. seen you had man. The Ozaru form drops off completely. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, I mean, I wish they would... That's the one thing I'll give Dragon Ball GT is they bring that back. That's cool. But other than that, like, I wish they'd touched it in Dragon Ball Super. Because that's a real big deal in original Dragon Mm -hmm. Ball. A really big deal. Yeah. And, I mean, it should... And it's relevant in the very first part of Z. And, like, all the Saiyan saga and stuff where you first meet Vegeta, it's still a big deal. Do they get rid of it because they think it's too silly? (sighs) Possibly. Because it is pretty silly. Possibly. Okay. They're like, we're done with this baby shit. We'll just do Super Saiyan stuff. No more monkeys, right. just Super right. j- Just Aryan yes. princes. So We are there we not go. targeting 10-year-olds anymore. Exclusively 12-year-olds. <laughs> no more giant monkeys. <laughs> uh, but they go in for every... Once they go in, I think you're sealed in there uh, until one Earth Day passes. Well, one Earth Day is like one... Like the holiday? Yes. <laughs> one Earth... <laughs> yeah, it's wait for Earth Day. <laughs> Uh, so for one Earth Day, you're in the hyperbolic time chamber for a year. So they use that as like, oh, some big shit is coming. It's going to be here in three days. We're not powerful enough to defeat it. Okay, well, we'll go train the hyperbolic time chamber to try and get strong enough. Gotcha. So that's their... And they do a montage. Sometimes. Of them training. <laughs> oh, sometimes they just go in and come out. And yeah. They're like, we're stronger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. So like they like when... The first people to use it are Vegeta and Trunks, and you don't see their training. You just see they go in. Oh, okay. There's some talking outside. Okay. They come back out. Okay. Vegeta looks exactly the same, uh-huh. and Trunks's hair is Damn, down past his bones. shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Arthur and Ghost of Drag it, The door uh, opens, and like, <laughs> <laughs> he just... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's... 
the Dragon Ball Z bridge is pretty funny how they they deal with all that. You showed me a bit tru- of that yeah. after last episode. And that whole bit with the trucker hat thing was <laughs> wonderful. Well, I want to put a link to, to that the trucker one. hat. Yeah, in the show notes. What are you? I'm Android 13, and this is my trucker hat. <laughs> like that legit like, had me laughing because it's like, I don't know. Can you please tell me if like there is a scene where you see the silhouette of would you say Android thirteen, uh-huh. and then like this mechanical <laughs> arm like lowers and places a trucker hat, the silhouette of a trucker hat on him. Does that happen? In, in... I don't believe so. Okay, they okay. they do some editing in. Okay, so. And you could tell when they do, but I think that was just a perfect thing that they did gotcha. because whenever he does actually on screen have everyone has what they wear their red ribbon emblem on. Right. His is a trucker hat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I also love how they were changing um, all of Vegeta's uh, pink shirt <laughs> words. Dumb cumpster. <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you looking at? Because I'm a real man. Blowjob princess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, it's great. On one hand, I really want to watch Yeah, all he of borrows all Bulma's clothes because she <laughs> washes his armor and fucks it up. Oh, is that the story? <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. So that's why he's wearing a pink shirt. It's like when Marge messes up the laundry and Homer gets exactly. his pink his, Yeah, I gotcha. Exactly. Okay, because got the one probably where they got it. Because I still laugh so hard. I watched it all over again. Like because Bulma and Vegeta, you know, hook up. You never like really see it, but so they clip it in uh, to them them having sex, and you see a big blast. You know when he. I'm sorry. He comes. What? Can you go back? Uh, a, a blast of energy comes out when he comes. No, I, it was before that. <laughs> They're having sex. You, it's it. Well, Trunks is just there, so you know at some point they have sex. But sure, it's, it's never addressed in the show. Oh, but okay. abridged puts it in. Oh, okay, all right. It gotcha. dubs their voices over still scenes to, okay. to fill in the gaps. And you just uh, Vegeta comes. Did you wear a condom? What the fuck's a condom? <laughs> <laughs> when you started that, and you said you were because we got here from you saying, uh, and this is a hyperbolic chamber. <laughs> it's. I, I immediately thought, like the way you said it, I thought of the jump to conclusions, Matt guy in Office Space. <laughs> it's a chamber that's hyperbolic. <laughs> it's the biggest chamber ever in the universe. <laughs> hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> but I, I just and like everything in the chamber, it's ten times ten times Earth's gravity. Oh right, we're doing achievements. Yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Uh, so it's it's much more difficult to train in there for a year. Most of the, they don't they explain it away that Goku doesn't use it as a kid because he wouldn't survive it. He doesn't even until he's back from fighting Freeze as a Super Saiyan, he could not survive a year in the chamber to train. So gotcha. it wasn't it wasn't an option before, even though it existed it's before. Rough. Okay, well that's a nice little device. Yeah, so that they like make sure that like. You or I can't go in there and then come out wonderful. Yeah, because the temperature like goes up; it fluctuates between like negative twenty to one hundred forty-four degrees. Yeah, it's and, gonna be a problem. Yeah. So, and then ten times Earth's gravity. Yeah, not everyone can just go in there and and be fine. So, does this tie into your glasses that you're gonna give this game? My beards. Their beards. My beards. Okay. All right. Because this game is very long and difficult, like being stuck in the hyperbolic time chamber gotcha. for a year. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Does the hyperbolic time chamber from the outside look like the giant robotic egg at the end of a Sonic level <laughs> that you like jump on the plunger and like all the bunnies and rabbits <laughs> and stuff come out? It's just door. Oh. Bummer. Just door Mr. Popo guards. I got you. <laughs> Mr. Popo? Mm-hmm. The policeman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the racist character, right? Yeah. Okay. I've yeah, heard yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that one. 
Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what glasses you gave Sparkster for the SNES? You know I do. I know you do because mm-hmm. Miller has hashtag more Miller has brought it up on the show before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do feel like this is where outlandish beards and glasses mm. got its like the like, its, <laughs> its roots. start. Yeah. What was what was your what was what glasses did you give Sparkster? Well, a- ask me what these glasses are first. Oh, okay. Is it going to work better than <laughs> that? Okay, Tyler. Uh huh. What glasses did you give Rocket Knight Adventures? Not Sparkster. I will give it a, a windshield <laughs> where you're driving in the woods and you yeah. stop oh. and a possum drops onto your windshield. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine and it just walks off your windshield back into the woods. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what uh, what glasses did you give Sparkster? Do you, you do remember? Uh, it was a windshield where you're driving very f- quickly down the road and a possum drops under your windshield and explodes at your acceleration. Bloody... Possum mess goes everywhere. Breaks your windshield <laughs> and bits of bloody possum <laughs> window goes into your eye. Ah, okay. I just <laughs> want to remind you how much you hated Sparks. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got another question for you. Mm-hmm. How much do you think this game is on price charting? On average, loose. Mm-hmm. I remember Sparkster was pretty expensive. I'm glad you remember that because mm-hmm. I do not. Well, I, mean, I remember us seeing it. I remember us talking about it being expensive, and then seeing it at our local non-corporate game shop, and it's very expensive there. Yeah, keep in mind everything. Everything at that everything's shop very is expensive. expensive. They don't mean to sell it. No, so, no, it is a dude's collection with like very high prices on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say Genesis games aren't typically as expensive. Okay. So I want to put thirty-seven dollars. Tyler, you are very. Very, very wrong. <laughs> You're very close to complete price. Oh. Complete is thirty-seven dollars and forty-eight cents. Wow. But actual retail value for Rocket Knight Adventures for the Sega Genesis used on PriceCharting.com is nineteen dollars and ninety-nine cents. Mm. Uh, on average, one sale per day. Wow. I know. Okay. Right? Well, it's just one. Everybody passes it around. Probably, yeah. And like actually seeing the chart for this game is crazy, dude. Because like in 2008, this game on average went for two dollars. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So it's it's always fun to look at those charts where it's mm. like, and they're always like that, especially for well, like. It's always just fun to look at charts. I, dude, I love looking at charts. Uh, yeah. Can I can I tell you that our data is beautiful. That is a wonderful subreddit. Mm-hmm. I love that subreddit. Tyler, I've got a quiz. Mm-hmm. That comes from us, from Bovine Bear, Quizmaster, Matt Cowan. Fuck yeah. Would you like to take it? Hell yeah. Before we take it, I have one thing more that I want to say about Rocket Knight mm-hmm, Adventures mm-hmm. that I think is worth mentioning. Okay. And this goes in with the level of detail in the game. I, I, I know that I should have let this be and not bring it up so that everything's nice and tight, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm going super sloppy double dare on us. Fuck yeah. Get in that nose. The get ga- that flag. Get it. I get that flag. <laughs> You think I'm not going to go in that pancake? I'm going to slide under that big old pancake. I'm going to find it. I don't care how much butter you put on it. <laughs> I don't care how much giant butter you put. Was that really butter? There's no way. There's no way. There's Surely no way that was real really butter. butter. It's margarine. Yeah. Maybe that's it's much. It's much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> but there is uh, one thing I love about retro video games are the idle animations. Mm-hmm. And the idle animation uh, that Sparkster has in Rocket Knight Adventures, did you, have you seen it? Is he will stand there and he'll mug at the player and hold up a sign that says, let's go. 
<laughs> I mean, he only he he gym from the offices of the camera. Just yes. you know. yeah, he totally gems. <laughs> You're right. Uh, and also, there's a nice, also a nice little touch where um, the way the jetpack mechanic works is you hold down the jump button until your gauge fills up. Mm-hmm. As soon as that gauge fills up, you can let go, and you'll either do the spin attack or you'll jetpack forward mm-hmm. or whatever direction you you're pressing. If you hold that button down. For long enough, I think it's like 30 seconds, uh, Sparkster's jetpack explodes, and uh, he gets like black soot and everything on his mm-hmm. face, which is a really fun thing that they added into the game, but it really sucks when you're doing a segment where it's like, I know I'm going to have the jetpack here in 35 seconds. That happened to me. Uh, like I totally died yep. in this auto-scrolling level where it's like you have to like jetpack through like... Like these really tight corridors that get mm-hmm. smaller and smaller and smaller, and eventually they'll crush you. And it's like I knew it was coming up, so I had it held down, and it was like I get right to the entrance of that tunnel, and poof, and then I get squished. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you can't move while yeah. that animation is going. Yeah. So anyway, sorry I fucked up the flow. <laughs> no, that's a good detail. I'm glad you said that. I, I hope that you don't mind that. I fixed it because I actually I told you those two things while I was inside my hyperbolic time chamber. Oh yeah, you look so. you look much stronger and, and sure. older. Yeah, because I <laughs> I am human. I can't grow a beard, but I just have these weird like I came out of the the chamber with like weird like wires coming out of my face. <laughs> it's like someone took a pipe cleaner and like, well, what's all this fuzzy shit? They it off. off. <laughs> yep, and they just stuck it in my face. Coat hanger face. Coat hanger face. Yeah. Are you ready to take this quiz for mm, Matt? Hell yeah. All right, here we go. Rocket Knight Adventures quiz. Mm. Matt apologized for his quiz, his last quiz, when he gave me this one. And I was like, don't, don't apologize. Don't apologize. Just do it right next time. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, just accept I'm that. I'm just joking. Yeah, just accept no. that we, we... Thank you for giving us content. <laughs> absolutely. I was just... Just accept that um, we will call you on your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. Correct spelling of possum, which is a really difficult question for him to do because you have to, in order to ask that question, you have to spell it. Mm. But he spelled it wrong. Okay, so it's O-P-O-S-S-U-M. I feel like we're closer now. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be like... Wouldn't that be weird if like two people spelling two people have done a podcast for five years spell possum simultaneously? Mm-hmm. Like if that was a thing that triggers like a cataclysmic event. Hey, we'll see. I think I read that in we'll the see. book of Revelations, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we're right. Ah, we didn't do it in all caps. Shit. Fuck. Caps lock. <laughs> OP. <laughs> we nailed it. All right. Next question. We're mm-hmm. one for, I'm assuming, Tim. <laughs> 1982 through 1995 comic book series. 1991 motion picture, 1991 NES game. Motion picture? What was a comic book series, motion picture, and NES game? Ninja Turtles, of course, but that those dates don't line up, right? It doesn't sound like it. Because maybe it does, man, because 91... How was related to Rocket Knight? I know, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Maybe just anthropomorphic animals? yeah. Howard the Duck. No way, dude. Howard the Duck's <laughs> way older than that. Is it? Because I would have been 10 in 1991. Wow. And I think uh, I was, when I was nine, I think I was trying to pause to find that frame of that naked woman in <laughs> Howard the Duck. I want to come back to it. Okay. Because I feel like we can get this. Okay. Oh, God. Maybe we can't. Oh, it's going to bug the shit out of me. Okay. Tyler. Mm-hmm. 
Sparkster's original name, comma, Star Wars laser gun, which would be a blaster. Blaster. So blaster? Yeah. Blaster. Blaster it is. Mm. I feel like Sparkster probably an upgrade, e- mm-hmm. even though blasting mm-hmm. is totally what he does. Yep. Blasting, also one of my favorite search terms. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. This dating simulation video game, huh? You hear that? Mm-hmm. You paying attention mm-hmm. to that? I feel like this is gear wheelhouse. Oh. This dating simulation video game on PS1 featured Sparkster as a boss. I had no fucking clue. Me neither. Uh-uh. I can't name a PlayStation 1 dating sim. Uh, I mean, I have no clue. Me neither. I don't even have a guess. Uh, let's go with Harvest Moon Rocket Knight Edition. Yeah. Awesome Edition. Oh, oops. Oops, all possums. <laughs> uh, the answer is Mitsumete Knight. So, and I haven't okay. played that one. Sorry. <laughs> Upcoming episode. Tyler, to play possum is to what? Play dead. Pretend like you're dead. Mm-hmm. Feign death. Feign death. A hunter. Mm, yeah. A hunter <laughs> ability in World of Warcraft. Play dead. I'll give us credit on that. Have you seen the print ad for um, Rocket Knight Adventures? No. It's a three-page ad where the first page is an illustration of a realistic depiction of a possum playing dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the copy in large... Large print says something like, most possums play dead when confronted. And then on the next two pages is a spread, and it says, this one goes ballistic. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. And then it says an illustration of Sparkster rocketing across those two pages. Mm. Did you see the uh, TV ad that I posted? I saw you on? posted, but I haven't watched it. That is worth a watch. Um <laughs> Check us out. On, I posted on Facebook, Tadpog on Facebook. The commercial is wonderful. It's of an old woman, and it is like an old woman playing Rocket Knight Adventures, mm-hmm. and it is like everything you could possibly hope out of a 1993 video game commercial. <laughs> it's very, okay. very Sega edgy. Tyler, next question. Basketball coach, this is also you, <laughs> okay. who famously threw a chair onto the court after a technical foul. Uh, it's the coach for Indiana. Indiana Jones, I believe, was his name. <laughs> oh, white-haired, not uh, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. That sounds mm. like that sounds like That's you're pretty it. confident. That's it. I loved him in Bobby Knight Rises. <laughs> Bob Knight. Count it. I'm sure his friends call him Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and you're one of his friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Neck. I'm very impressed. Thank you. I really. I <laughs> seriously am impressed. Very impressed. Tyler. Oh, I know you know this one. The Possums are a group of minor characters from this animated Disney film. Goof Troop. Goof Troop movie. (laughs) Okay. All right. A goofy movie. All right. (laughs) He says Bambi. And yeah, there are Possums and Bambi, but there's also the Possum Band in the Goof Troop movie. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead. We're going to take it. We're taking it. (laughs) We're taking it. Because, I mean, come on, the possums and Bambi are like a cameo. <laughs> Minor character would be the possum band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. We're going we're gonna, to uh, – I'm giving us credit. We're Fiat. Good. Fiat. Yeah. It's, our, it's our podcast. We got it right. <laughs> this is a wonderful quiz, but we're going to overrule your answer. All right. Next question. GTA game that featured a hidden rocket pack. Vice City? I have no idea. I'm fine going with Vice City. Although I – That seems 80s. It does. But I feel like I would have remembered that from Vice City. I played Vice City a lot. lot. The original one? 
Yeah, maybe. I didn't play that one at all. I played two a very little bit. Phone a friend. Let's call Jacob's dad. You want to call him? <laughs> I don't have his number. Do you? No. Do you, does he listen still? I hope so. I hope so, too. You want to go? I mean, you want to go Vice City? Maybe I didn't find it. No, I if, mean, if you didn't find it, it's got to be a different but one. But Vice City pinged with me, Or would too. it be I five? Mean, I never played five, so maybe. Ugh. Man, I'm second-guessing myself. Just because I didn't find it in Vice City doesn't mean it's not there. And it does feel like a very Vice City thing. Let's go with Vice City. Okay. San Andreas. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think of that one. Okay. Yeah. Tyler. All, quote, mascot with attitude, unquote, type games from the 90s exist because of the success of this Sega game. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Right? Read the question again. All because Rocket Knight Adventures is totally a animal mascot platformer, mm-hmm. right? So all mascot with attitude type games from the nineties exist because of the success of this Sega game. All right. Sonic. Has to be Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog, right? Sure. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Got it. All right. Last question until we go back to the one about comic books and shit I can't mm-hmm. that I don't know the answer to. The other Sega Genesis game to have a possum as its mascot. The only other Sega game. The other Sega Genesis game to have a possum as its mascot. I know the answer to this one. No, I don't. Go ahead. And I know it because of Blumpkin Bear mentioned it on the Twitch stream. (laughs) That is Awesome Possum. Awesome Possum uh, kicks Dr. Machino's butt, apparently, is the full title of that. I'm giving us credit. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Back to question two. 1982 to 1995 comic book series, 1991 motion picture, 1991 NES game. Yeah, Turtles. Let's go Turtles. Turtles. I really feel bad going Turtles, but it's like, do you remember how old you were? Did you? Okay, first, let me ask you this. Did you see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the theater? No. Okay, because that would help, (laughs) because I was going to say, how old were you? I I saw it in the theater, and I'm trying to remember how old I was. I think The Mask was the first movie I ever saw in the theater. (laughs) Really? I love that. It was the mask or it was hook. That explains why you're always like, somebody stop me. Ever did me? It's awful when I eat spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> Every meatball. Oh, that's the spice of the meatball. Um, Go yeah. to Subway, get a meatball sub. People <laughs> just, fucking hate me. Just so you could say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go Turtles. I do feel like I was probably around 10 years old when mm-hmm. I saw that movie. And I know the comic book series started in the 80s. That feels a little early for me, mm-hmm. 1982, but... And 1991 seems a little late for the NES game, but uh, Turtles. It was on the heels of the movie, I thought. No, man, I think it was like, I think it came out like on the heels of the of first the season of the, the show. Okay. So this one's really throwing me off, just because I don't, those dates mm-hmm. aren't lining up for me, but Turtles. 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 Fucking Rocketeer. The fucking Rocketeer. Oh. Is we the went, answer we went the that. wrong way. And I wouldn't have gotten it. So yeah. I feel better, because I don't ever think of the Rocketeer as a comic. I mean, no, I just don't. I, I did not know it was. I thought it was yeah, just a movie. I mean, me neither. Uh, and I've never seen the movie. Neither have I. I remember seeing... I always thought it looked cool, and I wanted to see it. Uh-huh. Never have. Uh, I've heard the video game's really bad. Perfect. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate the quiz. Yes, uh, thank you. I liked it a lot, even though your uh, Bambi one was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but we fixed it for you. Don't worry don't about worry. it. Don't worry. We got it. We got it. We got our red pens out. But real, real quickly, oh, I, I want to thank... Jonathan Wilson. He'd done our, our amazing poster. Yeah, he did an awesome Talked about art. wanting to do a game, um, a tabletop game with us, which as soon as we can have time to sort that out, I want to do that. Oh, that was him. I didn't uh-huh. know you. T- oh, uh-huh. okay. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. But he 
a friend of mine is uh, engaging. I don't want to say his name um, or or the his workplace, but he is engaging in a little bit of a uh, uh, peaceful protest as to some things that are going on at his workplace. And he sent me a sketch that he is wanting to put up at his workplace. That was his. It's a crinkle cut fry <laughs> being fucked by a caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, it's as his company, his logo on the face of Atlas holding up another company on, on a pile of shit on a plate. It would make sense in its proper context. I'm not going to reveal, uh, but he's not the best artist. He was like, you know, anyone who can make this not look like shit. So I was like, I think I do. Let me see. And I sent it, I sent it to Jonathan and I was like, Hey, I explained it. I was like, can you do yeah. this for him? And... Because I sent him before I went to bed. Yeah. He's he's in China he, uh, teaching English. And when I got up the next morning, he's like, sure, man, here you go. And oh, it was man, a that's awesome. great hand-drawn sketch. And I sent it to my friend. He was like, fucking A. So I very much want to thank Jonathan Wilson. That's and, amazing. And he sent me just now where I said, thank you. He just now replied to me and said, anything to get me a title. Oh. So, so I would like to give him a title. Here are some ideas I had. All right. Sketch Lord. Sketch Lord. That's good. Mm-hmm. Because he's also the two posters that he has uh, drawn out for us. Those two sketches are amazing. They're amazing, yeah. Uh, they really are. Pencil prints. Okay, I like pencil prints. Art aristocrat. Okay. Ink romancer. Oh, that's a good one. Sketch like romancer. That. Which I feel like ink. Uh, yes, let's go sketch romancer. Sketch romancer. Ink romancer. I liked a lot, but it's like I'm gonna fuck that up real bad <laughs> at some point. All right. So sketch romancer. Jonathan Wilson. Sketch, Sketchermancer? Sketchro. Sketchermancer Sketch, or Sketchromancer? I like Sketchro. Sketchro? Nice. All right. Sketch- Sketchromancer. Okay. Sketchromancer. Perfect. So there you go. I hope you like that, Jonathan. Then thank you again. And if I can love, if I can love your art. Yeah, it's, it is really good. Um, if you haven't seen his art, there needs to be a better place where we have it. He's, he's almost done with the, the finalized version of what he sent us. Like, the first one he sent us a view on my shoulders, like Master Blaster. Another one yeah. he sent him like a, a full, like what would be an p- amazing poster. He's, he's almost finished with, I guess, colorizing and everything for that one. We so. need to like get his permission to reproduce that. Fuck yes. Because <laughs> like I work at a print shop and like we can get those like... We can get those made, like, for real. Oh, man. Yeah, because I would love get one of those friends and put it on the wall. Yeah, for that, real. That would, be, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. but I was going to say, like, I wish there was a good place. I wish we had a place we could send people to see what he's done already. Yeah. But he's uh, essentially just posted it to uh, Tadbog Nation. Mm-hmm. On, that's our Facebook group. Yep. So, like, if you want to see it, which, trust me, you do. It's really, really mm-hmm. good. Like, that was, like, when I saw when I saw him post it, it was, like, Holy shit! Like this is, this is someone is, legit like our show, right? Like this is next level. Like this is next level stuff. It's really, really good. Um, so I guess when it's done, we'll figure out like something. We'll figure a home for it. We'll find a mm-hmm. home for it where people can go and see it. Uh, also, Jonathan, if you like the show, go back and listen to our Call of Cthulhu episodes. And if that encourages any sort of art, okay. That'd be cool. <laughs> Chandra did some really cool. Art. I love God. I love yeah, the fan art of, all, the, of like, all that. All That's my favorite. Portraits. That's my favorite shit. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Cool. <clears throat> or little fears. Both of our tabletop experiences. Because <laughs> that's why he said he. I think why he listened to one that we'd done. And he wanted you know tabletop with you guys so we can figure it out. So I was trying to go back and forth with him on trying to figure out how to do it on Patreon. He's he's in China, so that complicates. Yeah. What time, we're trying to do that time so. stuff is going to be. But rough. it's something I'm very interested in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah me too. 
Uh, I'm currently just, I'm in a Torchbearer game, and it's like, I'm like on a one game kind of thing mm-hmm. right now, just with the schedule and everything. Yeah. But like, I could probably, that's like, that happens every two weeks, once every two weeks. So I could mm-hmm. probably like squeeze something, something in, in, in between those. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's a really good game, that Torchbearer game. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a really good game. Remember you talked about that system for a long time. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a system that, And you like, had to hunt down a group to, to do that. Yeah, and it was, like, one of those where it's so different than D&D mm-hmm. and it's so different than any other game that I've played, any other tabletop game that I've played, that I, I really wanted to run it, but I didn't feel comfortable running it until I played in it first. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... It's a really, really cool game. It's kind of like, um, it's not going to be for everybody. It's mm-hmm. one of those. It's not like a crowd pleaser like mm-hmm. D&D, where D&D, I feel like, has something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Torchbearer is, if you're familiar with Darkest Dungeon, it's akin to Darkest mm, Dungeon. Okay. It's one of those games where it's like, you constantly have to worry about your light source. And if your light source goes out, things get much tougher. Uh, and it's also uh, a deadly game. It's not hit point based. It's uh, condition based, which I think uh, is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if something makes you sick and you do something bad, you could die. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's like, oh, you're, you're, or you're injured. So the next thing down the list is dead. So you're dead. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those like, don't get too used to your characters unless your game master is like, because um, the guy who's running the game um, is really cool. And he we all kind of got attached to our characters in this mm-hmm. campaign, which is, you know, players are one to do. Um, so he's kind of built in like a house rule where it's like there are persona points in the game, which are kind of like action points or something in Eberron, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like one of those things where it's like if you have a persona point and you're dead and you die, you can spend a persona point and you'll just be injured you'll be injured you'll be incapacitated until like the next town phase but you won't be permanently dead you'll essentially be dead enough for the rest of that yeah. adventure. so you're only dead if you're out of persona points and then die and then die right okay yeah. so that's nice that kind of gives that everyone works. like a nice yeah. uh safety net another reason is one of our players is a really good artist and she's do- she's been doing drawings oh. of like everything so See, that's the only reason i wish i was <laughs> good at drawing yeah. that i would just love to do gameplay sketches of shit yeah. like that so she's awesome and she's been doing it in, because the game reminds us all of darkest dungeon mm-hmm. she's been doing it in that art style the darkest dungeon oh, art fuck. style so yeah it's really that's cool. awesome so yeah it's mm. fun that's all i got I that's think. all i got too all right, all right. cool hey, uh before i go into our spiel what are we gonna do next week oh uh let's do we talked about doing dracula x mm-hmm. castlevania dracula mm-hmm. x are you cool with that yeah because right. i think we're gonna our our goal is to Soon do Cosmic Star Heroin. Yes. Because we were we were given, since we have a podcast, they gave us some free codes for that on the Switch. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, I feel legit. Like, you asked. Thank you, Z-Boyd Games. Yeah, you asked for review codes, and we got them. Yeah. And then we haven't done the game yet. No. So, I mean, but, you know, whatever. But that's, I mean, it's an RPG. It's going to be a process. It's going to be so, a while, right. So, announce that now. We're going to be working on that mm-hmm. as we do other, maybe easier games. So, but next week, yeah. All right, Dracula X. Also haven't forgotten about Silent Hill 2. Yep. And and Evil Dead Regeneration right here in front of me. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. Haven't forgotten about those either. (laughs) Silent Hill 2, I do want to get to soon. Mm -hmm. Um, If nothing else, then have Miller back on. Exactly. Yeah. I'm ready for Miller to come back. (laughs) I love love shows that Miller's on. Mm -hmm. Most people do. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, Sparkster for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. (laughs) 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 Just throwing that out there. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. He's kind of like Meta Knight, but better. 
<laughs> he would play like Meta Knight. He would play true. like Meta Knight. Yeah, he essentially is. Or maybe Meta Knight. No, he is Meta Knight. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how it works. <laughs> I'm trying to... Which came out first? Probably Meta Knight. Yeah, I would think that's so. my guess. Uh, let's see. How do I even start the outro? What do I do? Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and got that that big ass backlog on YouTube. That's right. So if our feed only goes back so far, mm-hmm. you're like, where's more episodes? They're on YouTube. YouTube. Thank YouTube. you, Executive Bruiser Janie. They're also on our on. website, but that's kind of clunky to listen to. I'd, it go is. to. I'd go to YouTube. But still, if you want to, it's tadfog.com. Yep. If if you, you want to do it. But you don't want to. We did SoundCloud, but they fucking suck. So fuck SoundCloud. I've been I've been teetering on the edge of like, should we go back to SoundCloud? Just because mm. every now and then I run into somebody who's like, I found you guys on SoundCloud. And when I hear it, I'm like, awesome. I'm glad you did. But I'm also like, fuck, mm-hmm. we don't have SoundCloud anymore. No. Well, I mean, they were, you'd have to pay to listen to some of our episodes, download our episodes, and fuck that. Yeah, it's it, true. If it wasn't for that, I would say we would have stuck with SoundCloud. I would have been all for sticking with SoundCloud had that not happened. I get it. So, uh, so in this next episode, we're going to be doing Castlevania Dracula X for the SNES. Maybe messing with the ports like Rondo of Blood, the original Japanese, because that's on the Wii or Wii U. Yeah, I think they've got the yeah the turbo. So some version. some version. Mm-hmm. We'll check that out. That'll be that'll be the game we'll be doing. I wish I had my copy for PSP. I don't. I don't think we can buy games on the Wii anymore, right? Oh really? Didn't they close that shop down? Uh, maybe. I think they did, like just recently, or there was an announcement mm. that they're shutting it down soon. Okay. I can't remember which one it is. Because I, I mean, I transferred all my purchases over to my Wii U, so I don't even know what I could. Or maybe it's the Wii Store. Wii Store is available on the Wii U. Yeah, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. Maybe I might do that, but I, I think, know. but I think it's, I think it's the Wii Store that they're shutting down. Like gotcha. I don't think we're going to be able to access it. I'll look into that. Yeah, yeah. If not, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Be the next episode. Hey, uh, do you not like Dollar Store stories very much? You send us a package, and we'll do that instead of intros. So you can send that to Tadbox Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, PO Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zip code four two zero zero two. And we have we have packages. Fuck yeah, we do. I just need to um, get them. And uh, Tadpog sweetheart Nicole is very pregnant. Uh huh. So extraordinarily, yes. So and it's her PO box that we're sharing. Mm-hmm. So I never really want to be like, hey, I'm sure you're super uncomfortable, like ready to have a baby. But uh-huh. can I get this package from you? <laughs> so. Uh, th- what happens is actually they're, they end up being very nice. And like when they're in the area, like I'll get a text from one of them and be like, we're going to be near your house. Do you want us to bring this package? So I know we've got at least one, but I'm almost positive it's hot yeah, sauce. Yeah, because no, no so. one's ever just around my house. So they would be around your house. Yeah. No one's out this far. Yeah, and even honestly where I live is kind of out there a little mm-hmm. bit as far as our town goes. Mm-hmm. So it's on the fringe. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're behind. You're close to Walmart. I am, but I'm technically out of the city limits. Oh, okay. Technically. Missed, technically. It, missed it by three blocks. Technically. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, also, Meta Knight first appeared uh, in 1993, the same year that Rocket Knight Adventures came out. So, <sighs> okay. There we go. Uh, let's see. I have an Instagram, Tapbog underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook group, got Tapbog on Facebook. Uh, then Tadpog Nation, which is where the real shit goes on. Mm-hmm. So if you don't just want episode announcements and stuff like that, if you want that real like perverted raw shit, that that real that Tadpog classic shit, that good good, that good good shit, Tadpog Nation. That's where you find it. Just don't be a bot. Yeah. Yeah. 
or people we've kicked out for being awful, awful, awful human beings. Besides that, hasn't been many. Besides that, (laughs) like one hasn't been many. (laughs) (laughs) We got shirts. Oh yeah, we do. Shirts.tadpog.com now points to all three of the shirts that we have. Uh, We got the Dave style chicken shirt that uh, Sandwich Pope Phil designed for us. Mm -hmm. Um, We have sold several of those, so I've got. I think about sixty-seven dollars that are that's going towards the get Phil to Tadpog prom nice. fund. It's pretty close. He's pretty very close. close. Then. We're like closing in on like a hundred dollars left. That kind of oh, deal. Nice. So he's going to prom. I mean, that's going to happen yeah. for sure. Um, and there's also a Tadpog Rip shirt on there. That's uh, our Twitch emote. Now, what is that? I don't. Uh, I don't know. That's. I saw it. it. Looks like a cool design, but I don't know anything about that. Like which part? Like what's a Twitch emote? Or what's the rip? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like rest in peace. So okay. it's like um, you do that when you die. Somebody does that, or yeah, okay. like when somebody dies, um, you'll normally it's someone will say rip, or there'll be an emote that like expresses rip. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what that is. That's, you, and you have a unique one. Yeah, yeah. So like on Twitch, you can design uh, an emote mm-hmm. that you can that you can use. So anyone that, like subs to the channel can use that emote and they can use it not only in your channel but they can use it anywhere on twitch uh and there's different tiers um depending on how much their subscription is so it's like uh, okay i only have one emote because really honestly it's like i think someone i and it dawned on me later because i was like in the twitch dashboard um the last stream i did was on my birthday and i think for my birthday someone subbed as tier two uh, which is like instead of five dollars a month, it's ten dollars a month, and mm-hmm. it was like, whoa! I wish I would have realized that when it happened because like that's amazing. I've never had a tier two yeah. sub before, um, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh shit! Now I have to make a tier two emote because uh, uh, all I have is the one because yeah. all I really I was like, no one's gonna do no more one, than this. Yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna do this, let alone more than this. So what's the point in having it? So I guess now I need to have one. Mm-hmm. So. That was okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. And you can buy it in shirt form. Now yeah. in shirt form. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I like shirts, how you did that. Shirts.tadpog.com. Three shirts, man. A three shirts. That's the trilogy. Edgelord Kyle told me to call it a trilogy. <laughs> uh, he said it will um he said that it will arouse the collector spirit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta own all three. Yeah, you then you can join the trilogy club. That's right. If you own all three shirts. That's right. Let the us know if club. you own all three. It's a real thing. <laughs> Just like Tadpog points. <laughs> You get a little trilogy asterisk next to your title in the the Tadpog uh, wiki. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Uh, there's only other one other thing that I really need to talk about mm-hmm. uh, other than we're on Twitter. You can find us at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cucumbersome. Uh, we talked about all the Facebook stuff. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If uh, you want to kick in there, get a, give us a buck a week. Mm-hmm. or buck a, Yeah, that would be nice. No, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> a buck a month, you get access to all the bonus content that we've done. I think we've got like maybe, I don't know, somewhere around 20 bonus episodes mm-hmm. on there. Some videos. Yeah, we try to do them monthly. We've got um, two things in the barrel we need to do to catch up. Yes, absolutely. We we need to do a video of us playing the Garfield board game that mm-hmm. Shadowrunner Cody sent us. Death Nut Challenge. While doing the Death Nut Challenge, eating a whole bunch of spicy stuff mm-hmm. that people have sent us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, we need to do our waifu pillow photo shoot. Yep. <laughs> That's the thing that we need to do. Yep. So these are things we haven't forgotten about. Mm-hmm. It's just we haven't been able to organize it yet. Yep. So don't worry. It's going to come. Um, I'd like to take a moment to sit right there and tell you about people who became Princes of Bel-Air oh, by yeah. donating to oh, us on Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would like to thank 
Platinum member Brett Miller for upping his donation, which Damn. I which I think I may have already thanked him for, but he's still flagged. And you know what? I want to err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. Plus, he donates a shitload of money. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's worth mentioning twice. Yeah. Thank you, Platinum member Brett Miller. Uh, hashtag more Miller. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag different Miller. <laughs> hashtag more different Miller. <laughs> more different Miller. Uh, and uh, I'd also like to thank, I thought he was already a donor. I'd like to thank Capsaicin Czar Chris Dixon uh, for his new donation, uh, which is, well... Way to trick us. Yeah, totally (laughs) tricked us. We were nice to you and everything. (laughs) Uh, Who uh, totally went above the the $1 minimum. So thank you very much, Chris. And he's always hanging out like in Twitch chat and stuff Mm -hmm. like that too. So Chris is a cool dude. I think he's going to be a Tadpog Prom this year. I think you saw that as well. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Also, uh, Nathan. Nathan Eaton, who just recently um, Mm -hmm. pledged. I recognize the name. Has upped his donation. Mm -hmm. So uh, he was a cool guy who totally beat me at Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. okay. He's, he's, he's a, a good... He's a skilled dude. He is. He could easily become um, Street Fighter 2 training partner for me because our skill level oh. is like pretty close. That on par? Yeah, okay. pretty close. So yeah, but he is... He I think he edges me out. So... Oh, well, that's what you like. I do like it. All right, it's pretty good. Very good. That's all I got. All right. Would you like to take calls on this 4,000-hour-long podcast that we've <laughs> I would created? like to, but we shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. How do you want to close this out, Dave? Well, our theme song is moved by Sigmar Drive. We've got track from the insurance at How do you want to close this out, Dave? I would like to close it out as our favorite possum. All right. So until next time. We're called Capricorn. I'm just an actual possum. Oh, you're just a real possum? <laughs> I was Sparks there. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he dies, he lives. A high-pitched synth line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I should check the volumes of everything. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. This pro- I'll probably get about this loud as I start telling stories. That's what I would think. But right here. I'll probably get like this. Perfect. Probably be where I, yeah. probably be where I live right here. ASMR show. I'm going to... I'm going to eat a banana. <laughs> this is not <laughs> sexual at all, but I'm going to eat a banana. Mm. And I'm going to make a lot of sounds like this. Oh, oh. it's not mm. sexual banana. at all. It's, Dude, it's Although, not. 